0: This is Radio Free Istvan. The following public service announcement
1: is direct from the Praetorian. Do not look directly at the Black God machines. Any dreams of paradise should be duly ignored and combat stims taken immediately. Remember, all defectors will be shot on sight. Emperor
0: What's going on, Ready for Fan listeners? And welcome to episode 150 Mm. of the Ready for Fan podcast, a horse heresy wargaming podcast. My name is Michael. I've got my co-host Derek here. Let's say what's going on, Derek. How's it going, everybody? And uh, man, dude, like when we like restarted the podcast, like I could not get back into that opening. Like I didn't, like I I kept (laughs) fucking it up. But like now, like I, I remember again, like it's all it's coming like riding back. A
1: bike. Yeah, it just comes right back to you, you know, and just just, just hit that opening. Yeah, that's just, all it was. I was messing up the whole thing. I mean, thought. that no, the intro, dude, the fucking just that hot new intro we got. Dude, uh, I tell you, I set that as my alarm. No, really? Yeah.
0: Like you wake up to me saying what's going on?
1: No, 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 no. the The Ben Porter opening. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. So the okay dun, dun, dun,
0: dun. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, Derek. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, it's very cool.
1: No, the the hot opening that we're just coming off of.
0: okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Good job, Ben. I'm proud of you. Dude, it's hot. It
1: pumps me up every day.
0: So we have a pretty nice episode planned for all you Adepticon travelers sitting there in the hot, stinky prius or truck whatever you're in right now uh, (laughs) this is call outs this for you guys to stay awake um probably driving the long long adepticon track hitting all those nasty arkansas roads (laughs) if you're an arkansas listener just i'm sorry but you know what you're dealing with out there
1: yeah i'm I'm told it's a problem it's it's a rough one it's it's a, a it's Arkansas, and I'm told Tennessee has some uh, rough areas as far as road quality goes. Uh, highway quality. Like, Louis North Louisiana,
0: Arkansas, and then a little bit of Tennessee. They're just some issues with the roads that, you know, hey, man, we live in Texas. We're spoiled, you know? <laughs> I don't know how. We don't got taxes, so whatever.
1: I mean, the, where the quality's there, it's there. But we also have to deal with construction.
0: And I guess we also have oil, so there is that. But yeah, either that, way. That oil money. <laughs> We've got a good episode for you guys. We're talking about some hobby progress. Progress. Uh, we do want to talk about the uh, Discord painting contest. If you haven't heard about that yet, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. But if you are not a member of the Discord yet...
1: Uh, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you better find out.
0: Uh, it looks like uh, we held a vote. Um, I think the 25th is going to be the end of the vote. We're going to announce what the contest is going to be. And then, uh, like what type of model, what like type what? of model is going to be yeah. character unit type all that stuff. We'll talk about it a little bit later in the show, but if you're not a member of the discord yet, you need to get there, Get in that discord thats where it's all popping off. Yeah.
1: So um uh, we got that. We've been posting up, uh, just post up some fun stuff. Oh yeah. All sorts of, so we like trickle out some new info before we like throw it to the masses. Yeah. We have fun in there. Uh, it's just a good time in general. Some, really, some good
0: folks. <laughs> great folks <laughs> we're gonna do some adepticon speculation uh so we're gonna talk about some of the stuff that we think is yeah coming to getting announced at adepticon just uh you know for you people well, in the car been right some, now
1: some grapevine some we'll talk about it we'll let you know
0: and then uh, a little bit of demon talk because there's only a little oh, bit yeah, out yeah, yeah. They, so there's they, not <laughs> a lot to talk about
1: yeah they dropped demon yeah
0: at least two a, of them. a demon so that's what's up what have you been working on, Derek? Let's uh let's keep these guys on the road. Let's keep them...
1: All right. So, uh, this past week, I've mostly just been helping out with some folks that are getting ready to travel for Adepticon. So, like, Cody and Locker have been helping them get everything they've got in ship shape. I uh, haven't been working so much on my Ultramarines like I need to be. But what else is new? Uh, I did get a game in, though, the other day with uh, John. Uh, he's playtesting a mission and... Uh, he's like, hey, I- I've heard you got these Ultramarines. He's been bad touched by Taurus before, so he's a little cautious on it. But what's he playtesting a mission for? Uh, I-, I think it's he's helping some people out for some of the other events around. Well, okay. I didn't know he was writing missions. Uh, I don't know if he's writing it. If he's like like doing it all from scratch, or if he took something and is like playtesting it and just getting getting data for it. Uh, that's what I think's going on, but also hadn't talked to him too much about whether or not he is doing it from the ground up. Cause uh, I know some of the fluff uh, he and some people have been working on. I don't know if that's just them building stuff around it or if they're just straight up making this table mission from the ground up. So I actually need to talk to him about it. Oh, that's cool.
0: Well, yeah. Anyway, no, I, I, I like his little setup in his house there. Oh yeah. Uh, he's got this table set up right in the living room. It, it is pretty sweet. It's like you go in there and you're like, let me am I'm I'm meeting up with this guy from the store. Let me go play at his house. And you're just like, oh, this this is your living room. <laughs> like your kids are watching TV right here. Oh like, yeah,
1: we're we're not in the garage.
0: Yeah. It's comfortable. It's very comfortable. He's yeah, got like all the chairs very, set up.
1: Very welcoming. Yeah, absolutely. Plenty of chairs. Like eight chairs around the table.
0: Uh he had Little Caesars Pizza and the most Oreo Oreos there last time we were there.
1: Oh, yeah, the Oreo stuffed Oreos? Yeah.
0: Nice. So, Excellent venue to play games 10 out of ten would would recommend playing there
1: yeah, so uh, I don't know how much quality info we got out of that game. Uh, he brought his Alpha Legion, which happened to just be the right choice for that kind of mission.
0: oh I've seen those Alpha Legion before
1: yeah, and because of his previous experience with ultramarines uh, he made it clear he wasn't gonna pull any punches okay, which that's fair I you know I appreciate that amount of respect but uh man. That game uh, did not end up being close at all.
0: So just real quick, if I remember that army correctly, and I'm just going to assume this is the army he played. Probably. Is that the super sniper army where he's got like a ton of... uh, uh. So
1: he's got two units of, I think they're the, uh, the not the reconnaissance marines, but the, not scouts, but like the actual power armor. Recon. Yeah, yeah. So two full units of those with the nemesis bolters. Two units of headhunters with the like special alpha legion bolters they get with a multi-melta in the squad because yes. they can take multi-meltas, which is really rad. Three contemptors, two of which have plasma, and mm-hmm. then the rest of them, the rest of their arms are uh, close combat arms. Two javelins. Three javelins. Three javelins. Three twin las cannon multi-melta javelins.
0: And did he take the uh, iron warriors, uh, the siege tyrants, the tyrants, with dinat? Did he put dinat in the squad? Yeah. No, it's you fool.
1: <laughs> what have you learned? Uh, it didn't matter. He didn't need that unit. Oh, okay. That unit shot my dreadnought, I guess. But aside from that, they spent the game walking and it, they didn't matter. They didn't need to be there.
0: And I guess you weren't throwing blast out there for heavy to matter anyway.
1: No, but it, it was a fun little mission. So we deployed in like the triangles. So it's like the short table edges. And then you get like 24 inches forward in the middle. Yeah. And it's t- that, touching tips. Yeah. From that point back to your uh, corners. So you got that triangle deployment. So I was defender. So I got to set up first and I was running the same Ultramarines list I've been running. So I put my uh, Land Raider up front and then just kind of like chevron patterned with my rhinos and then my infantry behind that. And the mission was there's three, three transports that are like smoked and you're trying to get stuff out of them. So those three count as objectives and then while you're at the end of your movement phase, an infantry or a scoring unit can try to pull the objective out of it. And then once they do, that unit has it and it's like the the standard relic capture. Okay. So they were a little bit closer to my deployment as the defender. So uh, he deployed, he infiltrated his headhunters and Dinette let him infiltrate all three dreadnoughts. Okay. Yes, I remember that. Yep. And then the sniper's I think the snipers also infiltrated. Okay. So all he had in his deployment was like the siege tyrants and two tactical squads behind them, and then his three javelins. Okay. So everything else infiltrated where they could take pot shots at me, and they proceeded to do that for the whole game with precision shots. Right. Oh yeah.
0: So like no apothecaries for you or anything. I don't have apothecaries. Okay. So he was just going for characters and anybody
1: important. (laughs) The the guy who just had the intel. Okay.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. No, that's a mean list. That's a lot of precision shots in well, that list.
1: His list was also specifically, like, good for that mission. Like, I don't... And he didn't make it for the mission. He had the list first, and that's just his Alpha Legion. hmm Like, for him to not play that Alpha Legion list, he needs to make different Alpha Legion models. Okay. So... I don't think he's specifically like hey you want to come to my house and play a game and I'm just going to for the uh,
0: special mission I made for my exact and army. I'm just going to roll you.
1: No, <laughs> I, no, it was it was not that kind of situation or if it was he's doing a good job of hiding it. So like I didn't feel like that was the intent.
0: So what did you learn from it for your ultramarines like
1: Oh, I'll get into that. Uh so I'm still learning the ins and outs of logos lectora, okay? So uh if you're not familiar If you hadn't heard me talk about this list before, Logos Lectora is an Ultramarine's Rite of War. Uh, You have to take a Master of Signal. You can't Infiltrate or Deep Strike or anything like that. But what it gives you is uh, once per turn, you can declare a different... Kind of like a different order for your army. So you can do full march where everybody gets plus two to your movement, but everybody gets minus one weapon skill and ballistic skill. Until your next turn, you can take the... uh, There's one for shooting where you get plus one leadership and you can reroll to hit for all shooting attacks, but you get minus one weapon skill. No, you don't get minus one weapon skill, but you cannot move or run in the movement phase. Then there's one that gives you plus one to your charge distance and weapon skill, but minus one ballistic skill. And then there's one that gives you a bonus to like reserves and rally or, uh, yeah, regrouping. Okay. And you can't use the same uh, the same order two turns in a row, but you can use one, then pick a different one, and then go back to the first one. And then you also don't have to use one for a turn. Uh, the first game I played it every turn. I looked at the table and said, "I don't want to use any of these," and so I just didn't use it the first game at all. Yep. Like I didn't forget; I just opted not to use it because I I guess cowered it out. Okay, like it, it's you kind of have to build your list around the rite of war because. I had too much stuff that wants to do too many different things. So like my shooting stuff doesn't want to move. They just want to take the shooting benefit. But then my Loki Tari, it's like, they don't want to sit still. They want to get up and start doing stuff. So the first turn I took the movement bonus. So I had plus two to my movement minus one of my weapon skill and ballistic skill. And so I moved up. I got a bunch of dudes towards the objectives. Uh, Unfortunately on his turn came around my stuff just ended up being two inches too close. And so I got assaulted by a bunch of dreadnoughts and headhunters were able to kind of get in and do their work. And so when I do get charged, hey, guess what? I'm weapon skill three. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so those dreadnoughts ran through you like a... Oh God. Like the, a wolf and a chicken. <laughs>
1: the the dreadnought the hit my Tari, and... That's not where I want my Lokisari to be. Okay. They, got, they have power swords. They rent on a five, but now their weapon skill four. So they're fighting for their life. They're fighting for their <laughs> life. Yeah. So these Lokisari, who would do fantastic at charging his, uh, his headhunters, because I don't know if you know what headhunters do. Headhunters have power daggers, which are sudden strike. So when they charge, they're initiative five. They're only strength three, so they wound you on fives, but they're breaching five up. So they're just AP2. no, oh, no. But they're, if you get to charge them, then they lose that, and then you're just doing way better. Well, I didn't get to do that, because my assault unit got messed up by a Dreadnought.
0: So you're just kind of those off to a bad start?
1: Yeah, it was off to a real bad start. Uh, my Land Raider did make it to the first objective, and my Suzerain were able to pull the objective from the wreckage. And so... Then he moved his dreadnought up to kind of, like, threaten them. I was able to have them react back into their land raider. And then something else moved up. My land raider was able to react back to my deployment zone because it was worth more points in my deployment zone. Mm -hmm. And that was a pretty cool thing I got to do until one of those javelins smoked it with a lucky multi-multi shot.
0: So, okay. (laughs) How did your uh, full of do?
1: (laughs) Uh, Full and Taurus did really good that game. Uh, they did lose a bunch of dudes to like sniping, just, like rending. Just uh, what really helped is the first turn both of his plasma dreadnoughts. They failed their gets hot roll, so it just kind of it just kind of worked out in that situation. But after that, the dreadnoughts just went right back to doing what they were supposed to do, which was just dropping those plasma templates on my missile launchers on my scoring units basically his uh, uh his javelins flew up smoked most of my transports and then he just went to work on my scoring units
0: which yeah it sounds like he kind of took you apart like piece by piece is what it sounds like oh yeah that's how the I've, that that is exactly how i saw that that list played the first time
1: yeah, if you've got your target prioritization down, that list is gonna be it's gonna sing.
0: It's because all of the army basically like fights a unit at a time and just like removes like whole units at a time. Yeah, he, or like severely weakens
1: them. Yeah, he's got the range he needs to start. Like it's really hard to not get caught by those snipers.
0: Yeah, especially when they're like pulling important characters or important like sergeants or. Uh, apothecaries, Vexillas, whatever he wants out of units. It's, oh, yeah. it's I, I like that list a lot. It's it's cool the way It's it a runs. good
1: list. But, yeah, so we got to the end of the game. We're like, let's see. So so as far as playtesting goes, uh, this was kind of... I kind of got rolled. Uh, the mission setup was kind of a benefit to me. Because like, straight up, if we'd switched where I was the attacker, I would have been too far from the objectives to be able to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So... So he was thinking about tweaking kind of the objective placement. and uh, But other than that, it was just, I kind of misplayed with Logos Lectora. So that kind of put me at a disadvantage. Uh, his list was better at the mission than mine was. So that put me at another, not a huge disadvantage. But that combined with my, uh, my misplay, as well as some good rolls on his part for like popping my Land Raider and some good shots with his Dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was all just little things that compounded really, really well. But all in all, it was a pretty good game. There's a couple of situations where it's like I was able to get minor victories. Like the one remaining member of my Lokitari that survived the Dreadnought was able to do some fun stuff, like hop over to the objective. And he was going to get a sick charge off. And then I got to find out what the Alpha Legion reaction does. You just get to redeploy a unit 12 inches. Yep. So...
0: When you get scared, you just move them.
1: <laughs> you just go, oh, that's a... It's little... a that's a powerful reaction. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, I also got to hit them with the uh, the unity of purpose ultramarines reaction. Which is like return fire, but I get to also have my full Mentara shoot you. Even though you're not shooting them. Did you
0: ice a squad with that or no? I feel like not a lot can live through that.
1: Oh. Uh, the, the Lokitaris, they they were mostly shooting at Dreadnoughts because oh, that was okay. my best tool to take down those Dreadnoughts with. Yeah. Uh, my missile launchers got pretty messed up by snipers and plasma cannons. And were you running the
0: same list where it's like Full of Mataris, Tari, all that jazz?
1: Yeah, I had the Land Raider full of Suzerain with my Praetor. I had a 10-man unit of Full walking walk-in, a 10-man missile launcher squad, uh, three... Tacticals and rhinos, the seekers and rhino, and then the dreadnought, and then the loquitori.
0: Are you gonna start? Are you gonna try and like bring anything else now? Or are you just gonna? Uh,
1: I've been thinking about tweaking that list a little bit. I haven't sat down and done it. Uh, I still need to get some play testing. I think Death storm Drop Pods would be fun. Just to like throw them and just have them start going off and triggering my Legion reaction, or not Legion reaction, my uh, Legion trait, where I get the plus one ballistic skill if something I already shot. And the pinning, the pinning everything is kind of nice too. That'd be nice. They they pin when they come in and they pin when they shoot. I think it's worth a shot, man. I think they pin when they come in. Everybody, I, I'm not sure how area denial drop. It works different from uh, orbital assault or deep strike. Yeah,
0: no, I've I've heard everybody talking about the deathstorm drop pods. Like uh, on
1: paper, they're way more interesting than they used to be.
0: Yeah, I, I just haven't seen any play yet. I was uh, thinking about doing like uh day of revelations with some death storms, but
1: yeah. Cause they used to just be okay. I need more drop pods. So I get more drop pods on the table. Turn one. Yeah. Now it's a completely separate thing. I it's interesting. I want to get some, get some tests in with it.
0: Especially if you can like pin a unit that uh, has an auger scanner, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> really piss them off. You know, it'd <laughs> be
1: excellent. But yeah, man. Uh, so that was me. Uh, what about you? What you've been working on?
0: Uh, Blood Angels. Uh, well, actually, like, so... So, I definitely have upgraded my hobby space, right? That was, like, a big thing I did this weekend. Yeah. So, uh, I
1: saw you add the, uh, paint shelf.
0: Yeah, so I... Is that
1: is that the main thing you did?
0: Uh, put that TV up there. That TV was not there before.
1: Oh, like, you wall-mounted it?
0: Yes, that was... I bought it from a guy for 150 bucks, uh, a couple streets over. Nice. That's a pretty cool uh, Craigslist conversation, or not Craigslist, uh, a Facebook. Facebook Marketplace conversation. Because <laughs> uh, like my first thing I always ask is like, what side of town are you on to figure out like what level of effort I have to put into buying this item. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I live uh, behind Academy. And I was like, oh, what street? And he told me the street. I was like, oh, we're practically neighbors, dude. Like, <laughs> welcome to the neighborhood. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. You like brisket? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, like, bought this TV from my neighbor, basically. And uh, got that sucker mounted up. Uh, I took, like, a bunch of people's advice uh, from the Discord on, like, how I needed to get my desk arranged and stuff like that.
1: Oh, yeah. some Those guys got it figured out.
0: And so, it was... uh, I, I got my other light in, which really helps out. The biggest thing was, like, I just... Like, until you actually clean your desk, you don't realize how much, like, shit you have on your desk. Like, how much useless stuff you have.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
0: Especially trash, dude. I don't know how, like, unless you're looking for it, like, trash just gets by somehow. Like, it just is invisible to me until...
1: Yeah, once you hit a certain level of clutter, your brain just filters it out.
0: So, no. So, like, I got, like, I got it all cleaned out. Got everything. Got all my paints taken off my desk out of my drawers out of every place I take paints I took it all out and I put it to the side I measured like what the different size paints are made that shelf which was just like a bunch of uh, two by ones and yeah. a, uh, a a backboard for it and mount it to the wall and so I, I made this little shelf thing mounted the TV did an iPad mount over there uh, I got a Giant, like self healing cut mat for that left side of the desk, mm-hmm. so I can stop ruining that wood. <laughs> <laughs> and then being a heathen, um, uh, I tried the uh, so like I, I got my my desk like preset up. I've been like painting over there now, and like it, it feels great. It um, was great. Uh, I so one of the crazy things like on on our on the. I, radio freest fan discord and i'm not trying to plug that a bunch it's just just a lot has happened with the
1: discord but hey that's the go-to place that's where we got (laughs) that's where we got the brain trust set up man
0: definitely not trying to plug it but anyway uh, plug it plug it all day i'll do it nine times the uh uh we have a hobby hangout section right yeah and so uh odin aka brian uh he was in there hanging out and like he had this like basically like perfectly top-down view of his desk oh he streams and i was like i was like oh i was like this is nice like this is like a nice setup like and i like i want to do that right i want to like kind of stream some of my stuff or like you know and i was like i was like what are you using he's like oh i'm using a document scanner that i got from amazon and i was like i was like oh a document scanner what's a document scanner i would
1: have never thought
0: that's well yeah it's what during the pandemic to like,
1: like to like zoom their desktop to yeah yeah
0: yeah okay so check this out so and i announced this to once again the discord but so i was like okay that's cool you got this document scanner he got off of amazon it was like 80 bucks like definitely gonna go look for that right i'm gonna go find one like this i'm gonna like best document scanner you know <laughs> and so i find like a really good document scanner it's like mm, something like 85 dollars it's like a, a veo something or mm-hmm. another and I was like, yeah, cool, I'll buy this. Let me look at the reviews, right? Like, I went to YouTube, because this is what I do. Like, when I'm, like, right. excited for something, I, like, I'll, I'll go to, I'll look at the best, I'll find one affordable, I'll go to reviews, and then I'll see if anybody mentions anything else, and they did, dude, they always do. Oh, yeah. So, in these reviews, this person is talking about that they, uh, that the, this document scanner I was looking at was great, and they bought it because their Hovercam Solo 8 Plus broke. And they're like, it's nowhere near the quality of my Hovercam, but it's it works good in a pinch. And I was like, oh, well, what's a Hovercam? Like, how much are these guys? These Hovercam 8 Pluses, right? Yeah. And so I looked that up in eBay, because if I'm going to go buy used electronics, I'm going to go to eBay. Okay. And the normal price for a Hovercam 8 Plus is four hundred bucks. Damn. So definitely not reasonable. But there's some school district in Dallas that just <laughs> oh, upgraded no. all of their document so cameras. They had Sixty
1: of them on a in a lot for fifty bucks a piece. Okay, a piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fifty bucks a piece. Well, because a buddy of mine, his dad does that like school auction stuff all the time. So yeah. every now and then he'll just have like a pallet of desks. Yeah, or like
0: three tubas. Well, this is exactly what this person's doing in Dallas. Like he's going to those and then picking them up and then
1: flipping them individually.
0: Yes, and and so so what I did was I was like, well, obviously this thing is a like four hundred bucks. I looked at the reviews. It's like it's like a four K camera. It's like eighteen megapixel. It's got the the zoom button, the like the auto focus lock, the auto focus. Like it's got all the buttons like right there on the camera instead of going into the oh, software. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, and it's got a light on the nice. Yeah. It's, it's a bunch of stuff. It's like, it's perfect. It's like, for it's like the
1: one-stop shop for getting this going.
0: Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not like, I'm not going to go buy this $80 camera, which is shittier than this $50 camera, <laughs> which is supposed to be a $400 <laughs> camera. So i like, well, it's funny is when I bought it, it said like more than 10 available. And it said like 13 sold. Okay. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to buy this. So I bought mine. And then I was like, "Hey Discord, like if y'all ever looking to stream or anything like that, or like share your like, <laughs> this is fifty bucks and only four hundred dollars. It's like a school district. When I last checked, there was like twenty six sold. <laughs> like, dude, there's <it> like <laughs> they're they're moving it out right now. My there mom bought one. Like, and like there you go. It's uh, so I hope it's good. <laughs> I, I did my research, but you know, hey, I made a lead, but led a bunch of people astray. So <laughs> we'll find out. So." Uh, That's what's up. Ideally like I oh and it's got a mic inbuilt into it too. You know, if Is it didn't good? have everything. Is it a good mic? Apparently That's it's a great mic. Nice. <laughs> like like it's a it's a one stop shop. It's very weird. But either way, uh I got that. I'm looking forward to using that, especially like in the hobby hangout, you know? Oh yeah. Because you can just show what you're working on right there. Everything's all nice and clean. And uh, so, uh I I got everything set up over there. Um, I did want to talk about my experience with Sunlu resin. Oh yeah, not not a fan, not a fan at all.
1: Okay, so uh, so I don't use their resin. I do use their PLA plus.
0: Okay, well I got the so Sunlu and I dude and what sucks about this was this was something I did actually like do like a little bit of research on like it's the Sunlu water washable resin okay yeah you were telling me about that and i definitely did like i was like f this so i can just use denatured alcohol because i was talking to uh, bergeron Mm -hmm. uh and he uses water washable resin and he was like showing me it's like look dude it can be good because i talked shit about it like in the first episode that we were (laughs) back and he's like look dude it's good you just gotta you know you gotta do special stuff to it and i was like okay teach me the way and he's like, well, I'm not really using water. Like I use warm water and then I use denatured alcohol. And I was like, cool. I don't mind using denatured alcohol. The only reason I bought this was because uh, it was like $14.99 a bottle. <laughs> so, but it was like a sale, like a huge sale. I was yeah. like, let me get eight bottles. Dude, I haven't even made it through one bottle. I hate it so much. <laughs> Shit. I hate it so And I wanted it to work. like. It's, I had to increase the exposure time. (laughs) Like it's. Mm. You get those 14 hour prints. Oh dude. No, they're not that long, but like the, the freaking, the supports are like swelled on there. Oh, that's, that's pizza everybody. (laughs) But like, really, it's just kind of one of those things where it's, uh, it's, I'm so used to that any cubic and like working with the, like any cubic gray, any cubic, uh, uh, ABS, all that jazz. Like, it just... Everything is sticky. Like, I don't... Have you worked with water washable?
1: Not yet. I've only really worked with the Elagoo Standard Gray. I, I've not even messed with the ABS-like.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, like, I've messed with ABS-like uh, resin, uh, the Tenacious Resin. Yeah. Uh, uh, any Cubic Craftsman Resin. It's just, dude, like... I don't know. Oh, oh here, look. Look. Look, this is... Like, it, everything seems kind of like a, uh, I don't know, puffier, I guess. Like, the f- details aren't as fine. It's just rough, dude.
1: Yeah, it, looking at what you got here, I don't know, man. It, I mean, when you so when you crank up your exposure like that, I think what you get is it kind of, like, bleeds over. Yeah, it's... Uh, and that might be what's causing the, like, puffy, puffy look to it.
0: Yeah, but if you go any lower,
1: it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, because I've had some friends try to, like, play around with the, like, clear resin, Uh and the issue with that is you the bleed-over problem's a little worse. Blooming? Uh, Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I've been meaning to, like, mess with different resins. I just don't know what is a good ABS like to mess with, if I need to, like, grab the Soraya Tech and, like, mix that, because I know a lot of people are doing blends.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are using the Tenacious blend. That's like the the most hardcore of hardcore.
1: Yeah, where you get like they can you can bend parts and they snap right back to where they're supposed to be. Yeah.
0: They're like you can the Tenacious Resin, like they have a video of people running over stuff with a truck. Nice. And it comes back.
1: That that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good stuff. It's, good stuff. it's expensive,
0: <laughs> but it's good stuff. So But no, no, I, I've been I've been working with that, so like I got a, uh, I went to, I had to work out of Houston for a little bit this week. And yep. so I went to, I went to go visit Goldmine Games. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Powerful, powerful Mike Gupton over in uh, Richmond, Texas. Yeah. And so. love that place. Yeah. Beautiful place. Um, I went over there and, you know, obviously you want to spend some money in this, your local gaming store. Uh, so I went to Goldmine. I picked up a, a box of uh, uh, Mark Six Marines. Yeah. And, uh, like, I didn't realize, I guess now I know, because, like if, like, if you're looking for a store in Houston that has literally everything, that's Gupton Shop. Oh, yeah, he keeps it stocked. He keeps it stocked. That's gold mine, baby. If Games Workshop offers it, he sells it, down to the, uh, like, 1-6 scale Lehman Russ, like, model or whatever. What? Yeah, dude, he's got some massive Lehman Russ statue dope. Yeah, it's like a thousand bucks though. Oh, <laughs> it's shit, no okay. joke. If Games Workshop offers it, he's got it. It's great. Oh, yeah.
1: if, if anyone's got it, he's got it. Yeah. Like he, he keeps it well stocked.
0: So yeah, so so I went over there and I was like fighting with myself. I was like, man, do I want to pick up some uh, Mark 6 Marines, Mark 3 Marines, or Mark 4 Marines? Because I didn't know that now they offer just like three boxes. Yeah. Like 20. They're 80 bucks a piece which is bonkers but you know.
1: I mean, 40 bucks for 10 guys. That's not quite the good old days prices, but
0: yeah, no, definitely not the good old days prices. But either way, but it's I,
1: close, closer than it has been for a while.
0: Yeah, so so I picked up a box of Mark VI, uh, 20 yeah, dudes. That's a good kit, solid kit, man. And like this was the first time I've like keep in mind since I got back in Horse Heresy, I've not painted any infantry other than. Some uh, test terminators. Some test terminators. My uh my crimson paladins. Mm. Uh, so it was it was nice to because I've heard that the uh, Mark Six Marines. I've heard they're like really fun to paint because they've got huge panels and
1: oh yeah, there's a lot you can do with them. But unless you're getting different shoulder pads for them, which I did, well, there you go. Because the main problem with them is so you know the classic studded shoulder pad.
0: There's two pieces.
1: Yeah, and they're two pieces because the the way they had done them like in the past the studs towards the outsides of the shoulder pad would be like really long yes because like when you're looking at it dead on from that like from the like center point of it everything looks round but then when you turn it because of the way the molds have to work yep so they decided they wanted to opt for the true studs on those pads but that meant they had to like separate the shoulder pad yes so yes. everybody had a big complaint about it I think most people would have preferred the old style where the studs aren't true spheres.
0: Because so you wouldn't have to assemble shoulder pads?
1: Yeah. No, I get it. Uh, Uh, If if you are doing that, uh, what a lot of people are doing is they're using the Tamiya plastic cement so that they can basically weld it and you make sure you apply positive pressure on it and so it beads up and then pushes out and then you can take like a hobby knife or something and like file that. It basically just becomes a mold line. Cause you're yeah. welding the plastic together. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to do all that effort, you just get some different shoulder pads. That's exactly Well, I 3d printed the shoulder pads. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what the 3d printers for. And I had heard about these uh
0: studded shoulder pads issue. I heard about the issue. It's a famous problem. And so I just immediately, I didn't even you take didn't. any off there on the sprue over there. I didn't even touch them. Yeah, uh, you
1: didn't mess with them at all.
0: Uh I found some uh Mark six shoulder pad. Well, I mean, it's like a whole set, but like some, some studded shoulder pads. Uh, Mark Six filigree oh. shoulder pads, and so that's what I ended up doing was like painting the gold filigree, and then like you can get the ones that have like the the Blood Angel symbol on them, or like the number, you know, the, the Legion, nine. the Legion Nine. Uh, but I was like, no, nah, I'm a decal guy through and through. Oh yeah, that's actually what this is. Ooh. Got some more Forge World decals. Can't beat these. Stellar. So. But yeah, so I, I printed, I printed some heads, printed some some uh, some shoulder pads, and I printed them in, in Sun Lou or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sun Lou. But I was like, no, uh, water soluble. Yeah, you know, water soluble. And so I I got my AnyCubic in. It's the within two hours they're printed, ready to go, washed, crystal clear, glued on my guys' heads, and they look good. Yeah, and got to painting. The only thing I did screw up on was while I was there, I picked up uh, uh, some Mephiston Red yeah. uh, spray. Oh, the rattle can. That is not the way to go. Oh, my God. Maybe tanks. Maybe tanks. I'll try it. I've got a bunch of tanks coming in. Maybe I'll try it then, but it's not meant for infantry. <laughs> That's just, that stuff's thick. So like, I, t- I tested like it on- two Cs, three Cs? Like two Cs thick. I tested oh. it on two guys just to make sure it wasn't going to be too thick it absolutely was so i just i don't understand how the and, I, and i've heard before like the the colored um the gw rattle cans the, G, the colored rattle cans aren't like true primer or something like that they don't they're not thin it's, it's not the same thing as primer but like i have no issue with the chaos black primer but hmm. that mefestin
1: maybe it was because that that was going to be my next question is is this compared to other primer like other spray paints or are you just spoiled off the airbrush?
0: The, uh, both. I mean, well, like no, I use Chaos Black primer. Like I no problem. I have no problems with it. I mm. use that on these models. Damn. Versus the exact same model, I use Mepheston Red just straight out the can. I don't know on so, plastic.
1: I mean maybe it'll get better i know there was some back when i was using like rustoleum i'd opted for like the gray primer because it was back when i was doing 40k space wolves uh-huh. and first out of the can that can it was like a 33 percent more can that was one of the reasons why i went for it because i was a broke college student okay and that just sucked it was just too thick it was globing on i was losing detail but once i got about you know that 33 percent way through the can then it started behaving a little better and so I don't know if that's a pressure thing based on how much is in it. Maybe that's so, what's going on. So maybe that can will, will get start getting better. Maybe you need to, like, put it in some warm water because I know people who, like, actually do spray paint, like, heavily spray paint art, they do have a process they do for, like, conditioning their spray paints.
0: I'll be real with you, Derek. It's uh, terrified me, so <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> that I'm going to. Uh, go in there anytime soon and uh and just get back at it with that yeah gun. that that Mephiston red can is dead to me at this point that's fair and i've been happy to like i I've, I've used the bolt gun metal i've used the uh uh the talern gray or the, the sandy color whatever that one is talern sand talern sand or yeah i i've used all sorts of different colors from GW. Okay. And this was the first one. I was like, "Oh no. Yeah. I just I, globbed it on."
1: I have not had any experience with the GW spray cans. So, if you're saying you've know those and this one works different, then yeah. Yeah,
0: polka metal, love it. Uh that Talarance love it. Uh the ones that are meant for contrast, like the like off-white ones, the, love the Wraithbone, I think. Yeah, Wraithbone, love it. Fantastic stuff. This one, one time I got let down. I Damn. globbed up two models. I don't even know where they are. They got lost in the.
1: <laughs> they, they got I got no detail. You can't tell where they are
0: now. Yeah, I got eighteen <laughs> Mark Six Marines now. So <laughs> have to make that work somehow. <laughs> we'll figure it Ooh. out. So, no, I've been. I did that and got my Space Marines painted up. It's kind of fun to go back through the paces on actually using a brush because I've been so spoiled by just airbrushing tanks, you know? Oh, yeah. And just painting on details at the end. So getting the main colors on and then going back and using washes and then painting up little filigree and then washing the filigree, it's it's, it's fun to be back in that experience and then looking up Hell at yeah. your clock and realizing, like, four hours have gone by, <laughs> four hours of real <laughs> life, and you have, like, six dudes painted.
1: Nice. So, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, is that all you had? Because on the 3D printing, there's a couple things I was going to talk about that I forgot. Yeah, sure. what you got? So, uh, I've been trying to get the Anycubic, not Anycubic, the Elegoo Jupiter up and going. And that's the, like, big printer. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, done some research on that. And Locker actually found some other people doing reviews. And they found some problems. Oh, no. So... When you have a build plate that big, one force you have to consider is when it's pushing down into that resin, you got to imagine like taking like a plate, like a dinner plate and pushing it through water is you're going to get some resistance. Yes. So the mast on it is not necessarily as rigid as it should be. Oh, okay. So what's happening, one thing that people are reporting is happening is as it's pushing down to go set up to print the first layer, the resin's pushing back up on it. And so you're getting this weird hydraulic force. Yeah. This weird imbalance force. And one thing people are reporting that is alleviating that a little bit is a slicing setting for delay time. So it'll give it a delay before it starts printing that layer. And so what they're doing is they're setting like a, like almost as much as like a 10 second delay before printing their uh, base layers. Have you printed anything on this printer yet? I have yet to get a clean print off of it. Oh shit! I've had some prints where I put multiple parts, where some parts printed okay, but there's a lot of things that are just I'm having issues having them stick.
0: Yikes, dude! Uh, did you do any like exposure tests or anything like that? Do you have like the exposure dialed in and all that jazz? Uh,
1: I've got the exposure dialed in for the resin based on different printers. So like, I'm oh, okay. using the same resin I'm using on my other printers. So i oh. I'm using the same exposure settings for that, but it's. Uh, I'm thinking the issue was, I still haven't gotten to test this, but if anybody out there is trying to use these large printers and are having the same issues, this is one setting you might want to play around with.
0: I would still check your exposure settings and, and do a te- do a t- I mean, it's 45 minutes, but like I have three different printers and all of them have different exposure settings. Really? Like the, uh, the Mono X6K has a different exposure setting than the Mono X2 uh, just because they run different power on their LEDs. Okay. And then even between my two Mono X2s, they both have a barely different exposure setting on them. And well, it's just
1: So would that affect cuz the the parts that are like failing are failing in the same spot on the build plate.
0: Oh, well, yeah.
1: Like I am getting prints off of this build plate. It's just it's not everything on the build plate.
0: Yeah, I guess so. So I'm having
1: localized failures in some areas and I think what's causing that is because of the pressure on the build plate for those burn-in layers is causing it to like the mass to push a little bit. So it's, it's coming out of parallel from the FEP.
0: And like man, that's crazy. Is it that's like a ton? I guess there's also like a ton of suction pressure, like pulling up on the, on the, FEP, on the FEP too. Probably. Yeah. And you, uh, are but, you, uh, but
1: once you get those first few layers in, like once you're printing supports that dramatically cuts down on that hydraulic pressure. Right. Did you, uh, uh, I've yet to test playing around with these settings yet, just because the the printer's not where I'm at. So it's like I've got to make a trip over there with like a, a test print. Did you did you lube the FEP too? No. Man, I probably should. That's a uh... problem. Is it's a big tank and it takes a lot of effort to clean it.
0: Oh. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, man, pour, it's worth pour, it.
1: Pouring that through a filter, man, It it's a big tank. I got to hold it for a while and I can only pour so fast without pouring faster than the filter can filter.
0: Yeah, so you got to like kind of lift the filter so it doesn't, you know.
1: Yeah, but I, both my hands are holding this like massive, you know, 18 inch wide f- uh, tank filled with a bottle and a half of resin so that I have enough to like cover the screen. Well,
0: will put it in like a bottle first <laughs> or like a like a, a cup, a big cup.
1: <laughs> just go get my forty four ounce. Yeah,
0: just yeah, just put in a forty four ounce first, and then just go swing then my, put that in those. Go hit Sonic
1: for happy hour real quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'd be all right. Cups are cheap. <laughs> well, I don't think about stuff like that until I'm holding the damn thing. Well, and here I'm, I am. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm Monday night, <laughs> Monday night quarterback over here for you. Get your cup, dirt. <laughs> I was just like, well, you could just hold this for me. I'll go get you a cup. <laughs>
1: I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just set up my bottle. I'll put the filter on the funnel and I'll just start pouring it. And this is going real slow. So and 20 minutes go by and I've just been holding this thing out full extension on my arms. Fuck no. (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm like, well, this sucks, but I can't put it down without spilling resin on the carpet.
0: I'm surprised you didn't print up one of those little holders. I I don't even know if they make one for that big. I'm sure they do. Holder. Yeah, little like 45
1: degree holders. Oh, it's, that just holds the 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 vat at forty five yeah, degrees. Yeah, you just stick it in the and then just dumps. You just set it and it just that's not a bad idea. Well, it's so it's so big. If I just kicked it at forty five degrees, it would just dump way more than.
0: Well, yeah, no, like it, like you get it going, and then you just it it's they put it at the right angles. Okay, but I'm a caveman and I don't know that hey. all these tools exist. And they are out there. They're out there. You were at John's house. You didn't see his holder. He like leaves <laughs> his stuff
1: like it's just. I was I saw it. I didn't know what I was looking at. It yeah. might as well have been a
0: spaceship. Yeah, you just 3D print it. He leaves the shit open too. That's crazy to me. <laughs> he doesn't even put his UV protector on. It's just naked. I'm just raw dogging it. Just raw dogs aggressive, <laughs> <his laughs> bro. So No, me. Hey, hey, yeah. F- lube your fat. Here's the thing. Tyler, you know, big yeah. body. Yeah. Tyler powerful Tyler. Uh powerful Tyler. Going tell he you. always tells me shit that I need to do because he's always one step ahead of me in the printing game. Okay. He told me about warm water a long time ago. He told me about Feplu a long time ago. Yeah. And I always like, I always tell him like, oh yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. You're doing that. That's cool. That doesn't pertain to me. I don't have anything to do with that. I'm not at that level. And then I come back to him and I'm like, I'm like, hey bro, have you heard of Feplu? I just ordered some. He's like, yeah, no, you, I told you about like, this. You haven't been doing that this whole time? Like two months ago. I have some if you need to borrow, you know, it's like, or it's like, dude, did you know warm water and supports? I told you about that. Like, it's just like, yeah, it's, it always, comes thank you to for that. confirming that you don't listen when I talk. <laughs> it's like, I listen, but I was like, I get it. like not it. if it doesn't pertain to what I need at the exact moment, I can't. I I'm can't. listening,
1: but I already decided what I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. That sounds cool. Yeah. Well, you're printing that big shit. You're over there printing predators and you know, like Spartans on your, it's like, I'll never get to that level. Well, here I am. I'm there. And right. now it's, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hey, hey, hey. Look at us. So, look at us. Who would have thought? I'm just saying, I'm just all all of my all ev- I did one day where all of my stuff is lube now. And it's not, night night and day. Night night and day, dude.
1: What's crazy is like so what what is the effect you're getting off of it? Is it cleaning up your quality? Your quality's better? Is it just making your exposure where you don't have to expose as long because it's not? Yeah, it
0: doesn't stick to the fep as long. Like it it doesn't stay it doesn't suck to the fep. So, like, you don't get stuff that's, like, yanked off of support. So you don't get mm-hmm. stuff that, like, uh, uh, delaminates from being super suction to the supports. It's because it doesn't stick. Okay. And so, like, any problems you have like that, gets rid of them. And what's crazy is, like...
1: That will definitely help with the larger printer, I feel.
0: Absolutely. A hundred percent. And, and like, I used to, like... <laughs> I used to tell Tyler, like... Because, you know, my printer would be going, it would be... <laughs> like every time it like it peels off the place I'll <laughs> I mean listen to that that's a good print that's a <laughs> that's a solid print you hear that bad boy and he goes you know that's destroying your FEP right now right like that's taking the life away I'm like well I thought that meant it's working <laughs> just like like you it's like yanking masking tape off
1: a fucking wall sounds like somebody's getting neck over in the back room <laughs>
0: Exactly, it's like you know. I would, I would, I would wait. I would wait for that noise. i would be like, all right, hold on. It's like, is it a good? Is it going to be a good print?
2: It's like, oh, there it goes. We're good. This, this is good. I love
0: the sound of FEP stretching in the morning. <laughs> Solid. He's like, he's like, yeah, no. He's like, every time you hear that noise, it's your life leaving your FEP. I'm like, oh, is it? Is it? It's like, yeah, you need FEP blue. So finally, put it on. It's like, it's like a little, little. <laughs> Little butterfly kisses. I don't like this. How, how do I know if it's working? It's like, trust me, okay, it's well, I'm
1: not getting sounds that bad. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I've still have to recover from that. Fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, mine sounds like a musical instrument.
1: Like when it's getting ripped off that fet. It's got like cartoon sound effects. <laughs>
0: and then I wonder why none of my head's printed.
1: <laughs> it just supports. <laughs> so... But have you now, to do a FEP change yet? Huh? Have you had to do a FEP change on the big ones yet?
0: On the six, I have on the X2 six. I got the upgraded, uh, upgraded FEPs, the boss FEPs. they doing better FEPs now, yeah? They're doing better FEPs now, like pre lube stuff, but you know, Shit. solid, solid stuff. But no, I've done it. it's okay. it's you got to get the Powerade bottle or yeah, top. some
1: kind of bottle cap. I, I use extra like foam, like the pluck foam. Mm-hmm. No, maybe that's your problem.
0: Got to use the Gatorade bottle cap. That's what they even say. Say in the YouTube video.
1: Oh, who the hell is they? <laughs> any cubic? Well, I don't use any cubic. He's use Elagoo.
0: Well, whatever they tell you to use. They tell me. Oh. They told you to use Pluck Foam. Doubt it. <laughs> i very specifically chose. I had to, well, Bob bought a Gatorade. I don't, <laughs> I don't even drink Gatorade. Gatorade. I don't even drink Gatorade. I opened it. I poured it down the drain. So I use one. <laughs> yeah. I said, hey, I said, hey Jake, you want a Gatorade? <laughs> 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 Otherwise, I can go to the toilet. So, yeah, no, yeah, no. I changed her out. Okay, that's good stuff. Other ones are not ready; they're too new. They're getting there though. They'll
1: get there. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there for, if, just in case anybody else is having the same problems. <clears throat> but uh, no, if y'all got it figured out, and let me know. Shit, Tony, FEP, lubing your FEP, and hot water. Apparently, I still haven't done that. So when you say hot water, you mean like taking your finished print and putting it in hot water so the supports soften up and come off easy? Yeah, same thing that you're doing yeah. with your heat gun.
0: but Without the,
1: the fire risk. Yeah. yeah, Without the risk of invisible fire burning my house down.
0: Yeah, what you do with the fire after that? Or I'm sorry, the water? <laughs> what you do with the dirty water? Anybody's guess at that point, but I can imagine that. Because you get like one chance because you're not going to warm up resin water. So I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet.
1: So we just have, like, three barrels of hazardous uh, waste <laughs> <Just> buried <laughs> in the <laughs> backyard. A lot of water. You get water built up very quickly.
0: I just did. I was like, I, I tried water once. I took care of that problem and just right back to denatured alcohol. Yeah. Even on the water washable stuff, which it still works, but, you know. Yeah. I don't know. So. But. No, I get it. I'm hopefully, hopefully um, I'm sure somebody that's printing just fine with the Jupiter is going to reach out and talk to you. That'd be lovely, and tell you, hey, <laughs> lube your shit. <laughs> but we'll see. But no, that's only that's only like printer woes you've been having.
1: Yeah, it's only like printer issues mainly. Like the the Saturn's working just fine. Uh, I haven't really dusted off the Mars yet, just because I just use the Saturn.
0: No, I feel that. Oh, it's crazy! Is like I used to like always think to myself like, oh, you know, I've got my my mono right, like you know, I can print little stuff. You know, I was like, oh, if I don't have to really do it, not nah, everything.
1: Yeah, I can print double the little stuff in the same amount of time,
0: <laughs> dude. The you should have seen the build plate for my uh, uh for my my shoulder pads and my.
1: Oh, you just squeezed 200 shoulder pads on it?
0: Yeah, bro. It was not a... Like, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this once. It's the way to do it, man. And it's like an hour and 45 minutes. You're like, there's no way that... Yeah. How, how are we doing this before? Hello, Loopy.
1: <laughs> That's right. But,
0: no, That's dude. That's what's up. It's, a, it's definitely a game changer. Yeah, but I never use my mono. The only thing I use it for is right now is... Uh, every once in a while, I'll have a... Uh, I'll, I'll design something for like a, a person that's war, not Warhammer related, and I'll print mm-hmm. it on there. Okay, it's loaded up with ABS right now. So
1: yeah, so just crank that out while you got the the Mono X. Yeah,
0: this is my this is my Mono X uh, six case.
1: Oh, that's yeah, that's all shoulder pads. <laughs> it's at least like hundred shoulder pads. Crops coming in nice this time of year. <laughs> in like eighty heads. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's good stuff. Hell yeah, man. So but alright so yeah, no, that's what we've been working on I mean that's a I still got Crimson Paladins I gotta put together um, I've got uh, just something I did want to talk about is now I've got my new little hobby area set up and all that jazz cause what like I would just sit on my computer and like basically watch YouTube videos all the time but now over there I've got it more like set up to listen to podcasts a little bit better and so uh, I was listening to the uh, Remember Answers Retreat Podcast oh yeah and uh, it was their Blood Angels episode, and I was kind of going through there to see like you know their insights on the Blood Angels, and um, you know I've got twenty Crimson Paladins right, nice, and I was going to run Pride of the Legion, and then they were talking about the uh, Day of Sorrows, Right of War, yeah. And what's crazy to me is it was so dog water last edition,
1: oh yeah, that yeah. I just
0: didn't look at it twice. Like I knew what day, like I reread Day of Revelation because like. I've heard and saw that things change there, mm-hmm. but I did not look at the uh, Day, of Day of Sorrows. And it's like, oh, this is like specific to Crimson Paladins. And like, they are straight up, they become troops. They get like line, they get all sorts of or non-compulsory troops. They get line.
1: Yeah, they get uh, line. So if you still take them as your elites, yeah they're they get
0: line. Still dirty. like
1: uh, I stopped reading when I read uh, Crimson Paladins. Because yeah. I'm still used to them just being complete garbage.
0: They're not great. I mean, they're okay. I, I like that you can take them in, like, small squads. And, like, what's crazy is they get better when they're outnumbered. Yeah. And so, like, they get better when they're outnumbered. Um, They, like, in Day of Sorrows, if they are half strength, they get... Uh, uh, hatred. Hatred and uh, something else. Heart of the Legion. Heart of the Legion. And so it, it's just, like, they just get really... Like, and my whole idea was just, like like running them in small squads, like that's what I was going to do, just like run as many squads as I can, like little squads. So it's like, oh, yeah, you can destroy the squad fully, but you just killed
1: two dudes, three dudes. Like taking what you learned from seeing Josh play?
0: Yes, yeah, so just a bunch of little baby squads. And so after listening to them talk about it, I was like, man, dude, I was like, I didn't even consider this. (laughs) The only thing that I don't like is my whole thing was like, I was going to deliver them in a Thunderhawk. Like, Oh yeah. Just like Thunderhawk them up to, uh, up to the front of the, the line and, uh, poop out like <laughs> six squads on people. It's like, you go that way, you go that way, you go that way, you go that way and like, break. It's like, okay, you're going to overwatch or you're going to, you know, you're going to shoot this squad. That's fine. Like you kill three dudes and a story. So, uh, so now I got to figure out how to, Get them up the field if I want to use Deo
1: Yeah, that's gonna be the issue. So
0: that is the current. If if anybody out there has any suggestions, I would appreciate it. Uh, But roller I'm, skates. Everybody's gonna say Macedon. That's gonna. I'm gonna get tons of put a little roller skates on them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect. So yeah, and no, I already see all the Macedon emails coming in. But I, I am curious if somebody else has figured out a way to get them up there faster. So.
1: We'll see. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing this list in action. Just because I was so quick to write off Crimson Paladins. I want to see what they can do. Yeah, die.
0: I mean, they've got a lot of, like, st- cheeky stuff that keeps them alive, but they're no, like, uh, uh what are the Imperial Fists with the shields? Huskarls? Yeah, they're no Huskarls, dude. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, you know, but they're as many points as
1: Huscarls, So, And you're just waiting for half of them to die.
0: Yeah, like you want them to die, which is counterintuitive, but it is what it is. But they're gonna look sweet on the table all fully oh, golded out. Fuck yeah. So but anyway, uh, so yeah, that's what I've been working on. Uh, and that's what you've been working on. Let's talk about this Discord painting contest.
1: Yeah, tell me more about this Discord painting contest. So in
0: in the Radio Frist Van Discord Okay, I uh, wanted to, just in, in, in life, I've been wanting to, like, get better at painting, right? Yeah. And, like, have some motivation to get painting. And I've been in other discords where they offer a painting competition. But, like, it's like a D&D discord or, like, it's like a, you know, just a general Warhammer discord that I've been in where they have these painting competitions. And so, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, uh." we're cool, why don't we have a painting competition in our Discord? And so, we did it, man. We We, do now. We do now, yeah. We've got a painting competition in our Discord. And so, because, like, I wanted, like, I took, like, all of the best stuff from other painting competitions and, like, made the rules for this painting competition. And so, the idea is, the community votes what they want the next month's uh,
1: yeah which which miniature category
0: which miniature category and so this month we did uh, character we did big uh, model big model we did elite unit and then we did like a line unit like a basic unit
1: yeah and, and I, everybody's voting on which of those options they want the uh the next month's competition to be yeah
0: so right now we're voting for april and the closing date for that is going to be on the 25th of march And so no more votes coming out 25th. And then we announce that following day, what is going out? So it's going to be, okay, well right now, I think characters in the lead, like I think it's a
1: characters in the lead. uh, Elite squad is not too far behind them. Yeah.
0: So, so, so if character or elite squad, whatever one wins, you're going to get to know a week in advance before the actual month starts. Because on April 1st is when we'll start taking Uh, model submissions. Model submissions. And all you do is you just take your, whatever model you're going to paint, you got to take a picture of it with a, like a postcard or like a a piece of paper that has your name and the date on there. That timestamp says, I'm going to start working on this on this day. And so. So we need an unpainted picture. It's got to be unpainted. You can't submit something you already painted.
1: Okay. so, So we need the before you painted it and the after.
0: Yeah. Well, so yes. And then if you come in later, so, so, uh, the you have all month to submit your before okay but we have a hard cutoff day of the last of the month which in this case would be what how many days are in April uh, 30 yeah so 30 days so on the 30th of April that'll be the cutoff for submission for completed submissions okay but you can put in your hey I'm gonna start working on this on like the 12th of April if you want you, anybody can enter at any time throughout the entire month of April but your completed model, is a hard cutoff on the 30th, and on top of that, uh, if you do not have a, like, pre-submission where you're just like, hey, this is my unpainted model, you you can't win. Oh, just ineligible. Yeah, you're ineligible, so, like, you have to have that unpainted model, because you can't just have somebody go, like, hey, this is my best painted model, click, it's like, that's a great model, it's like, hey, well, you didn't paint this yeah, for this competition. Here's
1: my mortarian that I painted for this event two years ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so, I've got William Frank helping me with this one. So powerful, cool. Will. He does good work. He's uh uh gonna keep us on track. Make sure that we like the voting is days before, and he's gonna make sure that the uh, we keep everything moderated. We're we're keep, we're absolutely making sure the actual like submission page is cleaned up, so we don't have like a lot of chatter going in there because that's also where you're gonna vote for right. which one you think is uh, the best painted and all that jazz. So. Uh,
1: and is that going to be vote based on like the reaction community? Yep. Also like, all, like we'll pick a, um, like an emoji and that will be the one you use to vote. Based Absolutely. On. Yep. yep. Okay. Everybody gets one vote. It goes across the board. Yeah. Cause you can't do more than one of that emoji
0: reaction per. Exactly. So, so that's how that's going to work. And then the actual prize. Tell me about this prize. $50 towards, uh, it's, 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 what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna reach out to your. It's local gonna be a
1: fifty dollar gift card to your local friendly gaming store. Yeah,
0: to your local friendly gaming store. I'll work it out with them. I will make. I will get you a fifty dollar credit to the store. However, that works out, you know, I'll make it happen. And uh,
1: disclaimer: if they don't. If they don't want to work with this for whatever reason, we'll got, we, we'll have to figure something else out. And then you're gonna get a Visa gift
0: card, fifty bucks. <laughs> <That's just> nothing <laughs> that I can do. That's nothing I can do. It's fifty bucks. All right, <laughs> it's just, it's just, work with me here.
1: <laughs> we're, we're trying. Uh,
0: so so yeah, that, that that is the painting competition that we are, are putting on with Ready for I'm I'm super excited to see what we get. Uh, I've already got an idea. If character wins, dude, I'm gonna be in it too. Mm. I mean, I might be paying myself fifty dollars, but I've seen. Some of the people that we have in this. No, but you would be saving fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure I go spend the fifty dollars in Legacy. Uh, but there's some mean competition inside oh, of our we, Discord. We got some killers in our
1: Discord. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> but I don't think. Luckily, I don't think like 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 BB Studios. You saw that in there. Like I don't think he can. Hopefully, he can't finish a character in a month. I bet,
1: he, I bet he could. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he, I bet he's listening right now. He's like, you know what? <laughs> Let bet.
0: <laughs> I saw that Horace Ascended. He's painting. <laughs> it's just like that's a that's a real human being. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that that's a man.
0: <laughs> you just posted a picture of a man. <laughs> that's a sorry, actor no cosplayers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, so it's, it's some meaning competition, but it's gonna be fun. Uh, if we get enough uh, if we get enough turnout and entries uh I will definitely up it to uh silver and bronze as well
1: nice 100 percent
0: I'm trying to fill this out trying to get it going trying to get it motivated uh the more entries you get the better and then definitely we'll uh we'll see I mean hey dude we might get some some uh some people that'll reach out and say hey they want to sponsor a second third fourth and fifth place or we'll see we'll see that'd be tight so uh Absolutely, looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing what people are going to start entering because I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing, just in general,
1: (laughs) just in life. (laughs) Yeah, just I'm just you know just kind of going going with the flow. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for it. That looks like it's going to be a good time. There's going to be some stiff competition, and there's going to be some some hot models coming out of this.
0: And and just a heads up because we have gotten the question already: is like, hey, can I submit? a non horse Heresy model? And I tell them, absolutely. You definitely can. But just keep in mind, you're in a horse Heresy-related Discord, so it's got to be good. It is still
1: community vote, and while we can recommend that the voting is based on the paint job quality, Hmm. uh, ultimately, I can't control how people vote.
0: Yeah, you're going to be at a disadvantage. So, like, if you do enter something... Or maybe
1: you're not at a disadvantage. Maybe you paint up something that's, like, a game that everybody was just personally interested in that nobody was talking about. That's what I'm saying. You could blow everybody's
0: mind and just say yeah.
1: hey. you're like, you know what? I'm not painting anything horse heresy, but check this shit out. And it's like maybe, a maybe, you, maybe you saw Gavin Garza's skink, and you paint up a squad of skinks, and it just blows everyone's minds.
0: You know what's crazy is uh, uh speaking of skink, I was talking to uh, to one of our other like our friends about it, and they were like, hey man, whoever has the coolest character is gonna win this. I was like, dude, I remember. <laughs> A skink one as like the Slayer sword winning skink. Yeah, the, like, <laughs> I, like, I don't know, man. Slayer sword. Like, that thing was ridiculous. Like, that thing had pores. <laughs> like,
1: but, dude, okay. But it was, that was like the best skink, though. That was, that was incredible. If you don't know what I'm looking at, what, what we're talking about, uh, one of the Slayer sword winners of, I believe it was 2022, was a skink done by Gavin Garza. So, if you just Google Gavin Garza skink. Or Slayer Sword Skink, it's the best in show. And there's a Warhammer community article on it. You can go check it out. It is, it, it's just a little guy. He's just a skink, and he like you. You look at some of the other stuff from the, from the competition that year that he beat out, and it's just it, it's incredible. <laughs> I was trying
0: to look it up, and so <laughs> <He just, laughs> it's like, is, oh,
1: this is real. He just got an ad for Sunlu Water Washable Resin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh heck yeah! Do you see who this is? This is Cult of Paint, baby. They're talking to Gavin Garza.
1: Oh yeah, the, the Cult of Paint interviewing him. Yeah, yeah, friends of the podcast, Cult of Paint. Look at that thing. Yeah, dude, look at this dude. Yeah, he's it's just he's just a little guy. It's just the the greatest little skink. He's out here doing it. Yeah, man.
0: I'm I'm dude. That that is one of the big things that uh, my girlfriend uh,
1: loves the skink.
0: I I love that I'd get a shirt. He's a great
1: skate, dude. I'm
0: gonna get a chibi made of this. I'm
1: kind of <laughs> <We're> gonna immortalize <laughs> him. Hmm.
0: But no, it's it's one of those things where if you like if, if, if this got submitted, right? Look at his eyes.
1: He's yeah. got it's like a pupil, like, yeah, like dude, a, a no, he's, he's got like eyeliner.
0: That's hello, right. Luke. did you see the, the white around the actual color of his eyes too?
1: Oh I did not. Look
0: at that, that's crazy, dude.
1: What is, that? is that a bust? Uh, it's <laughs> what it feels
0: like, a bust that was like shrunk down, shrink raid. Oh boy's got a shrink gun. So, but no, no, like it, it's it's definitely, like if you were to bring up something like this, yeah, you, you might yeah, pull it. I'm not about to
1: say that this couldn't win.
0: Yeah, I'd vote for that. I can't, vote I'm for not going
1: to look this skink in the eyes and tell him he can't win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so definitely, definitely, it doesn't have to be horse heresy but it would benefit you if it was unless you're just like a ridiculous painter and so these if blow you want to ask
1: water. hey could i dot 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 answers yes my answer is going to be yes but only if it's really cool
0: <laughs> yeah you might you know like, like
1: if it's really cool i can't turn it down
0: <laughs> this isn't exactly uh, slayer sword over here by the way
1: <laughs> this is so <laughs> oh yeah i don't to my <laughs> knowledge we don't have any slayer sword winners in our uh, discord to my knowledge i've been wrong before uh, well, I know CK <laughs> Studios is in the,
0: is in the Discord, and,
1: yeah. And does he want a Slayer sword?
0: I don't think he's want a Slayer sword, but I know he does uh, really well. So, oh,
1: oh, yeah, no, no. We got some killers in our chat. We got some 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 names. We got some people in our chat. But I'm just excited to see what we get out
0: of this. Uh, so anyway, anyway, so yeah, so that is going on. Uh,
1: I'm just th- glad I got to organically bring up Gavin Garza's skin. Uh, well, I'm glad that we were both thinking about it.
0: Yeah, like because when I was having the conversation with our friend, I was like, "Well, I mean, you don't know about this skink, my guy." <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all I was saying. I was like, I was like ah, "I'm not even gonna bring it up, it's skink,"
1: because <laughs> it's just like, Look. "If you don't know about this model, you need to you need to educate yourself a little bit." <laughs> it's it's a it's a heartwarming story of against all odds, this one skink.
0: And if you know Gavin Garza, just tell him what's up for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, tell him we say what's up.
0: So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, (laughs) Hell, if you know A. Gavin Garza. Yeah, (laughs) I bet there's there's a few out there. Uh, So, Adepticon speculation.
1: Yeah, so uh, apparently there's some stuff going on with the the web store. that has got people feeling ways about models and thinking that we might be seeing some stuff. Okay. Tell me more about that.
0: Oh, well, so, so for starters... Okay. For starters, so
1: here's a big disclaimer: we don't have any intel. No, we don't. We don't. We didn't get any advance notice. We don't. I'm not. This isn't a leak. This isn't spoilers. This is just speculation.
0: And for those of y'all listening, I did send an email to Warhammer community yesterday. <laughs> it hasn't been like a full 24 hours yet, even. <laughs> Uh, I do I do want to start getting some interviews in and I immediately I was like well I'm going for the head honcho let me go and send Warhammer community straight to the top Let me see I've got questions for them I want to see how are they coming up with the rules what they like how they come up with their timeline I gave them a list of questions I would like to ask and That's very professional. that way they could like have answers
1: prepared and we yeah. wouldn't like that. That keeps us from the awkward situation of sitting down with them, asking a question and they just go work. We can't answer that and cut the call.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I doubt anything will come of that, but no, we definitely don't have any inside track on what's going on. We just see patterns in the data. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, we have a, you know, uh, we, we,
1: we got access to the same thing. Y'all got access to, I'm not, I'm not trying to be out here saying, Oh, you know, we've got these leaks. You know we, you know we've got somebody we are talking to. No, it's, that's not what's going on here.
0: So we know quite a bit of people out there already that order a lot of Forge World, mm-hmm. and they, you know, we know quite yep. a bit of people that are professional painters that are, you know, that that they're basically almost daily placing orders with Forge World. Yeah, and so when things go missing off the site, they usually let us know. You know, people like, notice. It's like, hey, did you know this went off site? Like, so the Scimitar jet bikes a week before the announcement of the announcement, they went missing off the website. Well, they went into the 404 page and then they actually like went temporarily out of stock. They were taken down. Like it was like just like a week before. And then same thing. The Cerberus and the Typhon Mm -hmm. were 100% selling. No problem.
1: Week before. Magically, you can't order them anymore. Yeah. Temporarily out of stock
0: somehow both the uh, both the Cerberus and the Typhon both sold out at the exact same day and time there was and,
1: a, there was a run on Typhons i don't know
0: yeah yeah <laughs> so so uh, one thing that we were notified of is just a little hey did you know did you know that the at the same time the same day the Falchion... and the Glaive and the Glaive have both Temporarily gone out of stock online. However, the fellblade didn't. But the, the
1: has he's ever noticed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: this is speculation. If you wanted to announce something big at Adepticon, right?
1: Yeah. Like, so what would the, so this a week before Adepticon? These all of a sudden mysteriously can't be ordered off of the Forge World Web Store. Yeah. What's going on? So, was are they going to announce it? I don't, I feel they, like,
0: I feel like they've been holding off onto infantry for like a big, a big, like announcement like this, like, like a Depticon announcement. It's like, Oh, Hey, by the way, here's your jump infantry that everybody's been waiting for. Blah, 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 blah. Uh,
1: they kind of, maybe I, I'd be shocked if they do plastic assault Marines because we just got the, the announcement for the resin despoiler upgrade. I, th- I feel like... And if they did jump marines in plastic, I feel like that would just tank the sales of the despoiler arms.
0: Okay. So you say that, right? You I say do, that... I do say that. Okay. So, if I wanted to not necessarily sell you despoiler arms, but I wanted to make them in plastic, but I wanted to gatekeep them <laughs> behind a assault marine kit, right? Right. That seems like something Games Workshop would absolutely do, wouldn't it?
1: Like they've got they they've got the despoiler arms available, but they're going to put them in resin because they're also trying to sell this assault kit.
0: Yes. So they would like cuz they've done that before where they would basically look, "You want bolter and chainsword arms? You want the bolt pistol chainsword arm?" We're going to go ahead and sell you an assault Marine kit, which that's how it's always been. Right.
1: You've had to buy the assault Marine kit. Historically with 40K, if you want, you know, if you want bolt pistol chain sword, let's say hypothetically Space Wolves. Yep. Before the Space Wolves got their unique kits. Yep. The answer was uh, tough titties. Yeah. You got to buy the assault Marine kit if you want those
0: arms. It's always historically it's been like that. Okay. Okay. I think that because, I mean, nobody, like, you see how unreasonable kind of the resin arms are. They just don't even seem feasible to purchase. I don't even know what the MSRP on them is. It's, I don't know either, but either way, it's like, I'm not going to order my forge rolled arms from a Mark Those six. Five Marine. guys. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get that order on the way. I'm not right? going to order
1: t- four of these for a 20 man unit. I think that they're
0: locking the arms behind a salt Marine kit. I, I don't know. I'm I'm speculating here. I'm speculating because I think that's the right business move to sell model kits. Because they I, just go, they just go, hey, yeah, and maybe they'll even include backpacks. They'll say, hey, this is a despoiler assault marine kit. It's gonna be like a hundred bucks for 40 dudes. And it's like you get both the backpacks and you get the jump packs.
1: I'd say maybe if there's a big if. If the Assault Marine kit is not Mark VI, because mm. the despoiler arms are Mark Six, Yeah. So that is a way to make your, the, your Marines out of your Age of Darkness box into despoilers without putting your Mark IV, III, II Assault Marine arms on them. I don't know, man. I know everybody's been clamoring. If we got a Mark II Assault Marine kit, people would lose their minds. If we got plastic Mark II's and their assault marines. I think people would be pretty hype about that.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: I mean, we, we do technically have a most of a plastic Mark II marine in the uh, tank commander upgrade. Yep. And, and what that's not
0: your every oh even a Mark V. Assault marine kit would be dope, but I think everybody would enjoy Whoa, Mark II better.
1: That's that. Now that we're getting in the weeds. If we're like,
0: I don't think, I don't think, judging by their, uh, <laughs> judging by their <laughs> shoulder pads, I don't think that they got the stud down
1: yet. So <laughs> doubtful. Well on that one. You yeah, got that one. That one needs to cook a little longer. <laughs> Eight piece leg. <laughs>
0: so who, I don't know. Either way, either way, I think yeah that. But like that kind of announcement, Mark II assault marines, right? I think. If they had Mark, like
1: I think that would be a good kit for them to have in the pipes. And where would you announce something that extravagant? I think Adepticon would be the place. That'd be the place, bro. It's
0: got to be right next to your plastic uh, glaive and your plastic falchion. I hope all the people that are driving to Adepticon right now are like. <laughs> Just bricked up right now. <laughs> like you're just thinking about this, they're, all you people driving stick right now. Everybody, all you guys that are they are doing it the hard way, and you're stuck in a car and all that like stuff. Iron maning their way up to Schomburg. Boo. There's not a. There's not a <laughs> soft in the truck. <laughs> you could be. They. They might even have them for pre-sale at Adepticon.
1: I, I think there's some pre-sale going on in that truck, right? So I mean, they have done that. They have had new heresy stuff just available for sale at Adepticon before. Yep. Like they, they pre- I got the termite.
0: Released. I got probably like the
1: you were one of third the first, you third were the, termite for sale. Yeah. yeah, you were one of the first people to get their termites.
0: Yeah.
1: You right in line behind Samson.
0: Yeah. No. So I don't I don't know, man. It seems like uh, and what's funny is when I did buy my termite, the dude was like, "Let me go check." It's like, ruffles around. It's like, we got one more right here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a back alley deal. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. At the Force World booth. So, I don't know,
0: man. It's a spe- all speculation. We have no inside track, but, you know. Yeah.
1: Uh, You've probably already heard that the smart money's on a plastic announcement for the Falchion, Glaive, maybe Fellblade kit for it, too. I don't know. Is that? Was that a normal thing? Was that like... I mean I've seen different people on the internet being like Hey so you know how these things are going out of stock A week before they announced the jet bikes The Cerberus Guess what just went temporarily out of stock The first Space Marine Super Heavy
0: In plastic Yeah Hey I, I had to I had to really dial in a joke today About the Not
1: counting the Thunderhawk I guess It's not in plastic Not, not in 28 mil scale Oh get out of here with that talk <laughs> They milked that joke as much as they could with the plastic Thunderhawks. Like, hey, guess what, guys? We got plastic Thunderhawks for Aeronautica Imperialis. The, uh...
0: uh no, the, the Typhon and Cerberus. Not a super heavy. Not anymore. Yeah. Now That was a... I, I, th- I thought a lot more people would get... The, like, I posted a reel. I've been hard on those reels, by the way. You've been going hard in the paint on those reels. I, I, I try and kick out a reel a day. But anyway, uh, yeah, the the... The Typhon and the Cerberus are not super heavies anymore. Yep. And nobody got the joke with that reel. And I had to create another reel to explain the
1: joke. (laughs) It's always a good joke when you got (laughs) to
0: set up a second post to explain the joke. So if any of you out there saw a weird thing talking about the Typhon, you're like, what the hell is he talking about? That's what it's not super heavy anymore, people. It's not super heavy. You don't get
1: the the good RAM anymore.
0: Yeah. Even though, for whatever reason, in the Games Workshop web store, if you click super heavy, it comes up Typhon. I don't know. Maybe they're
1: going to retcon it. Maybe it's going to get an FAQ. Who knows? Maybe doubtful. That's another thing that some people are speculating on. Maybe they'll announce some kind of campaign supplement, or because the a lot of the content they've been putting out has had like a stipulation where hey, if any future content has a new updated uh, data sheet, for use anything, this, use the new one versus this one. Does the new bound demon Cabanda invalidate the previous Cabanda? I don't know. Because it's called Bound Cabanda and not Cabanda.
0: Oh, interesting! But that's a
1: spice take we'll get to when we start talking about these bound demons.
0: Yeah, interesting. What if they release the militia PDF at, at announced at Adepticon? at Adepticon.
1: Yeah, everybody in line gets a gets a flash drive. <laughs> everybody, if y'all want, want to scan this link, <laughs> we got QR codes. <laughs> Who knows, man? I don't know, dude. I don't...
0: They got that stuff on lock. They got a lockdown. Like, I'm sure somebody out there is a playtester that's playtesting these rules. I feel like they've got to be, right? Somebody's playtesting these rules.
1: Oh, dude. They've, there's Games Workshop leaks all over the place as far Like, from, from a 40K standpoint, they can't keep anything on lockdown. That's what I'm saying. Dante got... This is deployed shipping, early. The shipping robot accidentally deployed Dante before anybody knew about it.
0: <laughs> Which is awesome. That's my they, kind of AI. <laughs>
1: they got these things in boxes at the warehouse where a machine can grab them and ship them. Somebody manipulated <laughs> chat GPT to, to hack into games workshop
0: to get all the to get all the updated uh, shipping. Yes. I, mean, uh, I got
1: people being like, "Hey, do you think Games Workshop did this on purpose to like generate?" No, I dude, I, I think so. Really? Yeah. Oh. To announce the. To be fair, the number of like mismanagement of this product for it to get shipped before it's even announced. That's a <laughs> that is a comedy of errors or a calculated move.
0: It's got to be. It's more realistic. That's like because I bet there's like big. Like, why would you even unbox it and have it in like. Why is this
1: pallet not sealed and shrink wrapped?
0: Yeah, with a big old red thing. Do not open till Christmas. Like,
1: what's going on here? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like they were like, whoopsies. Throw it out there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what was the, the South Park bit with like the Bush administration? Like, oh, this, you'll never get your hands on these secret documents about how we orchestrated the greatest conspiracy on American soil. <laughs> oh no did I I just drop something oh I don't know we better get out of here guys (laughs) yeah it's like they're not behind it they just want you to think that they can do this conspiracy I'm telling you man that's
0: what I'm saying it feels like uh, (laughs) I don't know I feel like they're behind it I feel like they have to be like we're
1: we're getting into tinfoil hat territory I think that's okay But that is a thing that happened if you're not aware of it because you don't follow 40K. Uh, They accidentally shipped the new Primaris Dante to people. That they hadn't even previewed. That the model's not even announced. Somebody ordered something and got that instead. They
0: ordered Dante. They ordered the old Dante. They ordered the the old one? And got the new
1: Dante. Is that what happened? They ordered the old one? Yes. I didn't see what they had ordered. He painted it up the same day, too. Like, he's he's playing playing with it. Yeah. And and the dude's an okay painter, but it's like you don't think that they would like...
0: Hey, that's... Disrespectful as shit. (laughs) He's a great painter.
1: You're an awesome painter, Dante guy. Well, what I'm saying is like he's he's not like a professional studio quality painter. Or if he is, that he used a tabletop quality paint job. I'm I'm not knocking the dude. It wasn't a bad paint job. Okay, okay.
0: I'm just saying, if you told me it's like if you looked at my Crimson Paladins over here and you go, yeah, those are nice, but you're not a studio level painter. I get it. I know I'm not, but like.
1: You didn't have to say it. Yeah, okay, fine. Rewind the tape. Let's go ahead and cut that. I
0: can't.
1: I can't <laughs> legally. All right. You know what? I'm going to rescind that. You better apologize. <laughs> apologize. I'm, I'm going to do better than apologize. I'm going to take those words back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Took them back. Sucked them right back into your speakers.
0: So okay. So I didn't
1: even, I didn't even say that anymore. <laughs> Who is that guy that was just in here?
0: <laughs> So yeah, so so yeah, so this dude ordered a Dante, got a Dante, got a, got a
1: different Dante, <laughs> and he
0: thought, like, I bet you for like half a second, he's like, what the hell is this? He's like, I don't remember this dude being so fucking big. They sent me a three D print of Dante. <laughs> so, oh, it's
1: like, oh sweet, it's plastic. It was supposed to be fine cast.
0: Uh, if I if that ever happened to me, where like I order like you know. I don't know. Mark six Marines and accidentally got Mark two to spoilers. Mark two assault squad. <laughs> yeah. You'd be the first person i call Derek. Just oh, so you know. Just, I appreciate that. I'd be like, bro, they're fucked got, up. <laughs> bro. We, we finally got a leak. <laughs> I ordered a Cerberus. They sent me a fell blade <laughs> a plastic. <laughs> bro.
1: I ordered an aeronautica Imperialis thunderhawk. They sent me a plastic thunderhawk. I got a plastic heresy thunderhawk. The, the the greatest value deal of all time. Well, what was crazy
0: is he waited till he painted it, too, to start posting it. I don't even know how you'd be like, I'd, dude,
1: it'd be done. I'd
0: be posted that sucker up.
1: Bro, if I ordered something and got some unreleased model from Games Workshop, I... It'd be on it, eBay? No. You're putting words in my mouth now. Okay. Be careful with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't tell anybody. I would paint it up in 20 minutes and then everybody be looking at my painting i would be like dude this dude sucks because i painted <laughs> it in 20 minutes because <laughs> i'm like i need to get this painted now before they realize what happened and they post it up on warmer community so that mine is the first painted one you get to see
0: i would immediately pack it up and be like look what i got super cool and then just ship it to samson
1: <laughs> just like hey, bro! You're not gonna believe this. <laughs>
0: I, I need to. I need to commission this.
1: <laughs> How would you like to
0: have? Nobody even knows this models exists yet, <laughs> so I need you to go ahead and just.
1: <laughs> so if you're in our Discord and you see Michael post up, hey, I need a really good painter like right now. I need a studio painter. D- DM me right now, please. <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh, goodness. But, yeah, so smart money's on the uh, plastic super heavies. Uh, some some new infantry would be nice, because I know we haven't got an infantry re- release in a while, and people are saying that this is a... This a travesty. Is a, this is an infantry-heavy format, so let's get some more infantry up in here.
0: Yeah, especially the despoiler arms, man. That, that seems pretty pertinent. Uh, some jump marines.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that assault marines are not what they used to be so i wouldn't expect anything but hey we got plastic jet bikes and in addition <laughs> where nobody's asking for jet bikes and i'm told that they're selling not a single yeah dude i've seen the uh, uh, people are getting allocated for them people are having a hard time getting them in apparently there's the demand for them
0: i saw the like people do that retail flex where they're like look i bought 15 of these bucks and you're just like okay. check out
1: what well, we got into the store this week and it's two boxes of jet bikes
0: yeah well, i've seen people with the stacks like the people that got the like bought 10, 11 boxes of those suckers. So, yeah, I mean, Hey,
1: they're cool models. They're really cool models. It's just this edition. They're, they got nerfed four ways.
0: Yeah. They're not the same jet bikes that grandpa played with whenever he was, you know, playing
1: heresy. Yeah. Which crying shame, I think. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I like, I, they, they had been really good, but I didn't think they need to be nerfed that much.
0: Yeah, toughness four is kind of ridiculous. Toughness four, one wound, three up save.
1: Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. It, it, bruh, why?
0: That is an expensive space marine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is the most yeah. expensive. I can I can make stuff move fast without the help of a jet bike. <laughs> don't and cheaper. And for cheaper points.
1: Maybe everybody's just running jet bike command squads. I don't know. I they do get that. two wounds, they get line, they get weapon skill five.
0: Uh,
1: apothecaries at the minimum. Apothecaries at the minimum. <laughs> they need all the help they can get. So, I don't
0: know, but I'm just curious to see what happens. Uh, I'm glad we got people on the ground there, people that are there.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I actually know some people who did sign up for the uh, the preview event. Oh yes, yes. So, fingers crossed, we get some cool stuff. The the worst thing they can give us is nothing. Is that a paid event? No, it's part of the thing. It's just there's other stuff going on at the same time.
0: I gotcha. Okay. So
1: if they have a event dedicated to previewing stuff, then yeah, yeah, because I, I know what had happened in previous years, especially years that I had gone. uh the people I know who didn't go found out about stuff before I did because when the like when the preview event was going on, I was hanging out in the heresy hall and I was like getting caught up hanging out with everybody so I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, like, oh, that's super cool. <laughs> and, and then I get like a like I look at the group chat where everybody's popping off about like the new the, they announced plastic sisters or whatever. And it's like, oh, I didn't even see none of that. Uh, my bad. Oh, y'all were looking for me to tell y'all about th- Oh, my bad.
0: <laughs> well, cool. That's awesome for Adepticon speculation. Uh, let's move into some demon talk. Some demon, demon talk.
1: talk. Yeah, let me pull this up. So if you're not aware.
0: Don't worry, this one will be a quick segment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: don't go to the bathroom. You're going to miss it. Uh, put, put us on pause if you do. Uh, that's not my.
0: So, so the uh, they did not release like a full demon codex. It's, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where
1: this is not demons of the rune storm. This is bound demons. Yes. So the difference there is going to be this is an allied detachment for traitor allied players, traitor allegiance players for demons that you will be summoning to the battlefield. So word bears have had some some models that have not been able to use their full complement of rules because they haven't had this yet. Uh, your your Traitor Esoterist now can start actually summoning demons. And so it doesn't require something like an Esoterist that specifically has a power that does so. Uh, what it lets you do is any Traitor-aligned, Psyker-independent character is able to start trying to pop off demons. So let me get my PDF pulled up.
0: I find it interesting the way they word this is they say, in the first edition of a second wave of releases,
1: so uh, addition with an A, not no, like addition with an E. That's interesting. I, I I would assume this is the first addition to because this is the second wave of exemplary battles. Okay, well that's not what it says. <laughs> it says yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm not telling you what it says. I'm telling you what I would assume they meant yeah, in the first edition
0: of a second wave of releases.
1: Maybe they mean addition like an issue. That's what I'm wondering. That is is an interesting word choice there.
0: It almost seems like we are about to get a lot more exemplary battles.
1: Well, that's what they do later on in the article. They do hint that this is the first of the factions they're adding with exemplary battles. Mm -hmm. So the first series of exemplary battles was the one we'd known where every new PDF had one or two different units in it for different legions. Like the, the Thousand Sons of Numerologists, Guard Deliverers, the Huskarls, Nemesis Destroyers. That was the first series of Exemplary Battles. So we've now moved into a different series of Exemplary Battles, and this is the first, uh, the first part of that, which is Bound Demons. And they do talk about how next up we can expect to see Imperialis Militia, and further on down the pipe we'll expect a full Ruinstorm Demons supplement. Interesting. And they do they do use wording that would imply that these are all going to be PDFs of exemplary battles. As for the
0: rest, we'll have more for you, including a roadmap for the rest of the year in the not-so-grim darkness of the very near future.
1: Yeah. So they, they announced an announcement to announce a roadmap.
0: I feel that's probably what's going to be at Adepticon.
1: I would like to see that at Adepticon. Interesting if they like if they're saying hey we've got cool stuff to announce adepticons is the time to do it Oh, uh,
0: okay but yeah. they said there's more to work to do yet it's a tricky faction to balance but we hope to have it
1: ready at some point over the summer so they're balancing factions now <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> okay is that what is that what took them this long to give us a pdf of two units
0: yeah hey dude Imagine that's how balanced these units are. <laughs> they better be. They better be some balance. How balanced are these units, Derek? What are you thinking? Uh,
1: the ones I'm looking at right now, I'm not super sure. So bound. So let's just get into it. So bound demons. Here's what they get. Uh, when you're summoning demons that are bound like this, they get a new subtype called bound. So it kind of changes how the demons work. If you look at the core rulebook, demons have something they had last edition where. Early turns, they get a bonus to their strength and toughness. Later turns, it goes down. Uh, Bound demons don't do that. Instead, while you have a uh, Psyker independent character on the battlefield or in a transport on the battlefield, uh, they have their their usual strength and toughness. But once you lose all of your independent character Psykers, their strength and toughness go down. So once you lose that connection, they they kind of phase out a little bit and are no longer as effective. Uh, you can't deploy them to the table unless you have a independent character Psyker, and then they make a psychic test for every bound demon unit you want to deploy to the table. And you can keep doing that until you fail at psychic test. Uh, there's no, no perils of the warp or anything, but you just stop and the rest of your demons go into reserve, and you've got to summon them during the game. So when you make reserve rolls during the game... Uh, you can have one of your independent character psychers do psychic tests to bring them in from reserves normally. And that would be like walking on from your table edge. But if you happen to have an esoteric, then instead they're able to do the breach the veil psychic power, which creates the warp rift that they can come out of. Mm, 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 So mm. any thoughts on that while you're scanning this real quick?
0: No, I mean, that's pretty... I mean, that's pretty cool that they can just kind of, like, deep strike in, you know?
1: They don't deep strike in.
0: Well, I mean, but they come through, like, a portal or whatever. If you're running an esoterist. Yeah, no. Who
1: specifically does that.
0: Yeah, which, yeah, like, deep I strike. I think it's
1: cool you don't have to do that.
0: I would do that every time.
1: That's the way to do it, I think.
0: Yeah, every single time.
1: Uh, I don't have it up in front of me. I'm, they might be able to charge out of that, because I know a lot of stuff can charge out of deep strike. Yep. But it also adds a new warlord trait, for any traitor warlord called malefic supplicant which allows them to uh they gain the psyker unique subtype. They don't get any psychic powers, but they can make psychic checks to summon demons, which is pretty cool. So if you don't want to bring in an esoterist and you don't really have access to psychers, like you don't want to bring in like a uh davenite lodge priest or navigator or something and you don't have access to like librarians or esoterists because you're running, I don't know, uh, Solar Ox or something. Right. It's just another avenue you can take for that.
0: God dang, I didn't even think about this list for Solar Ox. This is a great addition for Solar Ox.
1: Yeah. I mean, it adds a couple options for them. So uh, that's, that's kind of how bound demons work, separate from regular demons. Uh, it also adds the Bound Malefica, which is what restricts them to just being a uh, allied detachment. Uh, they're considered to be part of a Ruinstorm Demon army list for the purpose of uh, what detachments they can be drawn from. Uh, it grants them the alternative method of being deployed from reserves, such as Esoteric's Breach the Veil or Chaplain Erebus's Harbinger of Chaos Special Rule. And they're treated as agents of the War Master which means they are uh, sworn brothers with every trader faction.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, that is really crazy. That's significant.
1: <laughs> yeah. That means anything they have that, that does buffs, that doesn't require them to be infantry, works. Or, hang on, let me check. Yeah, yeah, demon is a unit type instead of infantry. So you still can't join them with your characters because they're not infantry, So any of your buffs that specifically only work on infantry don't work on demons because they're not infantry.
0: Okay, okay.
1: It's kind of like how a Primarch follows all the infantry rules, but they themselves are not considered infantry. Right. That's pretty cool. So they also introduce eight different etheric dominions. Yeah, I'm reading that right now. Which I feel is a bit above average, but they do work differently from how they used to. They used to be a Rite of War style. You would pick one and it would apply to your entire army. It would give you a new win condition and it would affect what, uh, what type of mutations, I forget what they're called, uh, what the, the different uh, gear you could take out for your demons, different loadouts. Instead, it works kind of like the Dark Angels hexagrammaton where you can pick a different etheric dominion for each unit. And each one will give them a different little benefit.
0: Putrid Corruption, Heedless Slaughter. It's basically just like you picking like a a god, right? Like essentially what this is?
1: A little bit, but there is eight different ones, which I think is really cool. And I do like you can kind of mix and match them. And none of them are particularly restrictive. So it's like you can't take the Endless Slaughter alongside the like... The infernal rapture, rapturous, rapturous sensation. Like I know historically there was like chaos gods that don't play well with each other. So you couldn't like ally them together. This doesn't have any of that. None of these have any like particularly restrictive effects. It's just like, Oh, I want these to have encroaching ruin. So when they fail a morale check, instead of just losing demons, uh, they just take D3 wounds or they take one wound instead of D3 wounds.
0: Dude, this is crazy. Any model with a special with this special, this is for ravenous disillusion. Yeah. Adds plus one to hit rolls during the first round of any combat where they are locked in combat with a unit containing at least one model with either the demon unit subtype, corrupted or sigger unit subtype, or the independent character special rule.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like demon, what? Hit, demon Hunting Demons. Demon hunting
0: demons.
1: There was an Ethereum Dominion for that last edition, too. It was like, if the number of demon, demon units that you have that were destroyed and your opponent has that were destroyed are equal, you win. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, uh, it represents the chaos god Malal, who's like anti-demon demons. It's really cool. Now, I would think seeing that, that you might open the door to have loyalists able to do demon stuff, but we can't do that anymore.
0: No, I think malef- this malevolent artifice is kind of the... Oh, that's kind of the oh, the, yeah.
1: the choice for your... Uh, Reroll failed armor saves against uh, any wounds at strength lower than your toughness?
0: Yeah, since they're all like toughness six and five for the big boys.
1: Well, but, these are only big boys. This is just the bound demon brutes, then your, your bound lord... I forget what he's called. Uh, your bound demon regent and his attendants. And then uh, Samus and Cabanda. Yep. Yeah. So there are, there are twice as many etheric dominions than there are units in this PDF. Seems like the way to go. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Uh, Samus doesn't do the thing he used to where anytime a character died, you roll to see if he pops out of it. Sad. Uh, Cabanda works pretty similarly to how he worked in the the rules release. They did, only they did give him an actual etheric dominion that actually has rules this time. They gave him the the heedless slaughter, which I don't think is as good as they thought the crimson fury was gonna be for his other one. So what the heedless slaughter gives you is he has to charge if he's within eight inches of an enemy unit. There's more than one target; he gets to pick. Uh, he gets plus one to determine if they won combat in the assault phase, and he gets plus one to any rolls made to determine the result of a sweeping advance.
0: God dang, he gets seven attacks. Oh, yeah. Seven attacks at strength eight.
1: Yeah, he's a Lord of War. He's 525 points.
0: Yeah, he's weapon skill
1: eight. Oh, my God.
0: He's way better than <laughs> than any other Lord of War at 500 points, dude. Uh, he kind of claps Sanguinous. He claps War, Warhound Titans. Like, he like what are you talking about? This dude fucking slaps.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, no, Cabanda's raw. He's real. What the heck, man? And he's a Lord of War, so you can just take him. <laughs> you can literally just take him. If you're playing traitor, you can just take him. What's his weapon? Oh, hold on. Is it over here? Oh, we're looking at this. So. Oh, yeah. So he's
0: got the army. You, you just want to do a breakdown
1: of Cabanda real quick? Yeah, he's pretty yeah. sweet. 525 points, Bound Cabanda, Demon General of Cygnus, Movement 8, Weapon Skill 8, Blista Skill 5, Strength 8, Toughness 8, 8 Wounds, Initiative 6, 7 Attacks, Leadership 9, 3 Up Armor Save. Uh, demon Bound Character, Gargantuan Unique, Heedless Slaughter, uh, Bound Malefica was the, the army-wide rule that just kind of restricts what you can do with them, as previously mentioned. He's got a four-up four vulnerable four save. Four invul, adamantium will, three-up. Uh, Eternal rivalry. Uh, oh, yeah. If yeah. the enemy army includes Sanguinous, it adds a new secondary objective, which counts as much as a primary objective. Uh, if Sanguinous is removed as a casualty in a challenge against Cabanda, Cabanda's controlling player gets two victory points, in addition to anything from Slay the Warlord. Uh, If Cabanda is removed as a casualty wall in a challenge with Sanguineous, Cabanda's controlling player loses one victory point.
0: Very, very specific to Sanguineous. Yeah. Uh, Hatred, Sanguineous. Hatred, Sanguineous. It will not die five up, which is dope. He's got Rampage D3 plus one.
1: Yeah. If he's outnumbered in combat, he gets that many extra attacks.
0: Which I don't know how he ever would be with eight wounds. Uh, (laughs) What do you mean? Oh, oh wait, that's bulky now, isn't it? He doesn't have bulky. How does that work?
1: Uh, he's a demon. You can't transport demons. Yeah, well, he's like, not infantry.
0: How many? Uh, how many people does he count as like for outnumber? Isn't it based on his wounds?
1: No, it's based on how many models you take up in a transport. Mm. And then, like, a, for some of those rules, they might consider dreadnoughts or automata to count as their number of wounds or something like that. So in this,
0: so in like all intents and purposes, this guy counts as one model.
1: Uh, depends on the gargantuan unit subtype. Uh, being the f- only gargantuan unit subtype model, he gets eternal warrior and fearless. He's not affected by special rules that negatively modify his characteristics other than wounds. He's not slowed by difficult terrain. Automatically passes dangerous terrain checks. Uh, they count as ten models. Okay, so he's ten guys.
0: Yeah, you're not outnumbering him.
1: Well, you're not outnumbering
0: him. I mean, I wouldn't feed 20 guys to Cabanda. No, but Cabanda would go
1: eat 20 guys.
0: Yeah, but what 20-guy squads are you... And, like, he's, I My guess, dis, disordered charging into two squads, maybe? No, you can't with a single model. That's a very, very hard to get to that Rampage 3-3.
1: So, you know how I said he's movement 8? Yes. He's got wings. He's movement 14. Oh, okay. Even better. So movement 14, fun fact, gives you plus three to your charge distance. Okay. It's pretty hot.
0: Dope. Murdering things. It, it Overkilling things is what it seems like because he's strength eight, but also his armaments of cabana and melee, he has a plus four to his strength. Yup. So he's strength 12, mm-hmm. AP two, melee two-handed sunder. Yep. So like he's just... Could you like how many turns of combat does this guy hold on? Let's see do we here. need the
1: like Angron style guardsman meter? Like, so
0: strength 12, yep. seven attacks. Wait, okay, unless you get rampage off.
1: Hear me out. Yo, what's up? If he
0: charged a warhound, right? The warhound outnumbers him, right?
1: Uh, how many I, uh, we'll, we'll look at up later. How many guys does a vehicle count as in combat? Uh, I, I don't know. Off the top of my head, we, we'll, we'll
0: find that out later. But anyway, let's say that he did outnumber him, right? Hypothetically. Hypothetically, I feel like it would. If he, yeah. So it's seven o'clock. Uh, seven attacks, one for charging. It's eight, and then uh, at least let's one more for the D three. At least one, so nine.
1: D three plus one.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So seven for charge, seven normal, eight, eight for charging, Ten. Ten. because D three yeah, plus ten. one. So ten minimum attacks. Yes. Okay. Strength twelve. Yes. AP two. Weapon skill eight. Sunder. <laughs> yeah. He's hitting that warhound on threes. Hitting the warhound on threes. He's <laughs> uh, got Sunder. So it's, what's a front armor, a rear armor on a warhound?
1: Uh, no, walkers. You, uh, oh, it's
0: still front armor. Yeah. So so you need twos or better. You have a
1: weapon skill so you use your f- front armor.
0: Twos are better. Yeah, dude. He's clapping that warhound. Rerolling from Sunder. Yeah. He's clapping the warhound. There's no
1: doubt. Uh have you looked at Scythe of Hatred yet? For like 200 points less than a Warhound. Uh, at the end of any assault phase, after the results of any combats have been worked out and sweeping advances and consolidations have been completed, he can make a Scythe of Hatred attack. So you place a Hellstorm template with the narrow end in contact with Cabanda's base. Any unit with models underneath the template suffer a number of automatic strength six hits equal to the number of unsaved wounds caused by melee attacks made by Cabanda during the preceding assault phase. Is he?
0: You, yeah, he's unique. Okay, I had to make sure.
1: Oh, God. Well, he's Lord of War.
0: Yeah, well, I was making sure he's a unique Lord of War. Like, in the event of, like, oh, mega battle, mega
1: battle and three people bring Cabanda. Yeah, I had to make sure, you know? Well, what if I bring a bloodthirster that's totally not Cabanda?
0: Oh, well, then he uses bloodthirster rules that are... <laughs> totally not Cabanda's rules? <laughs> totally not Cabanda's ridiculous rules. This, this dude's...
1: He's kind of nuts for five hundred points.
0: For five hundred points, he's very nuts. This is like eight hundred <laughs> point model easily. Like, what especially is he
1: if you have your uh, your esoterist just pull him out of his pocket? Yeah, he just
0: goes <laughs> like he just Goku like just pokeballs and Kamehameha's him out of his hands <laughs> and just like Kabanda,
1: I choose you. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly what's going on here? This this dude's cra- this.
1: I don't, so I don't. a lot of this is just what was in his previous profile, just ported straight over.
0: Man, dude, somebody needs to call Josh and let him know. Hey, <laughs> hey, you need to run this. Down. You want to save two hundred twenty-five <laughs> points <laughs> 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 instead of that other Lord of War? Take take
1: Bound Cabanda and Okay, so for for context here, right? I'm going to look at the Legion Esotericist. So. The Breach the Veil psychic power that the Esoterist gets. Let me just flip to the right page here. Instead of making a shooting attack, a Psyker with a psychic power may select a point within 12 inches and at least three inches away from any enemy model or impassable terrain, place a three-inch blast marker to represent a warp rift. The controlling player may then choose to make a psychic check. If the check is failed or not taken, then the chosen point scattered. Uh, if it scatters onto impassable terrain or within three inches of any model, yada yada... It has moved a minimum distance to place it clear of impassable terrain on the battlefield and less than three or at least three inches away from enemy model. If the check is passed, it does not scatter. Once the final location has been determined, the esoteric controlling player may choose to deploy up to one of the ruinstorm storm demon units in reserve on the battlefield. That unit moves onto the battlefield from any point along the edge of the blast marker placed as if it was entering play from reserves. Uh, once, once the models move onto the battlefield, the warproof markers remove from play. It may be targeted by the interceptor reaction and act as normal in the shooting phase, and may declare charge in the assault phase. Hmm. So, so, if you bring an esoterist, he can pull this dude out of his pocket. He's going to get intercepted, but then he gets to charge like he just gets to tear, like just start tearing shit up immediately. Mm,
0: that's crazy. That's And
1: because he's your Lord of War, you can just ally in a detachment with an Esoterist. So, because you can have three factions, right? You can have your primary detachment, your secondary detachment, and then your Lord of War. And as a matter of fact, fun fact about Cabanda, he has a Warlord trait he can take, and he can take that Warlord trait, and he can be your Warlord despite not being in your primary detachment.
0: That's weird. Okay.
1: Well, I mean, his rule specifically says, if you take Cabanda, he may be selected as your Warlord, even if he's not in your primary detachment, or an HQ choice.
0: That's the Skull Keeper?
1: Yeah. So, the Warlord trait he gets, uh, all models with a Demon unit type and Heedless Slaughter special rule, uh, Heedless Slaughter, Aetheric Dominion within 12 inches of him, get Rage 3. Uh, Presumably, he's within 12 inches of himself.
0: I was wondering, I don't think so.
1: No, you don't think he gets it? No, that'd be fucked up. They he does not get 12 attacks minimum? No, I don't think he said. <laughs> uh And it gives you an extra reaction in the movement phase. Okay, if it doesn't affect himself, then he doesn't have to take it. He doesn't have to be your warlord.
0: That'd be ridiculous if he did. Because then that would also give him that extra reaction in the movement
1: phase. Oh, that gives it to you as a player. Just You get an additional reaction in the movement oh, phase. Oh, God. Just, yeah, yeah, it's, just from your warlord trait.
0: Don't go near Cabanda. That's crazy. Don't go
1: near an, any esoteric.
0: <laughs> I just imagine just some like esoteric just running up the battlefield. Hey, what's that guy doing? Ah! <laughs> like the like that old uh, FedEx commercial with the lady with the box. Just like, what's that thing?
1: <laughs> it just explodes in this like 12-inch tall model. So, oh, oh. Oh,
0: shit. <laughs> Idris it's, it's <Andres> Elba. <laughs> what the fuck? What, what the fuck? Oh, wow. That's significant. Idris
1: Elba, uh, John Barenthal. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs>
0: Bound Cabanda, man. That is. is real shit. I, so definitely Adepticon didn't have to submit a uh, a points cutoff. So, <laughs> so. I, w- I bet somebody's going to play one. I
1: don't see why they wouldn't. Go, so as soon as you get there, go find the Forge World booth, pick you up a commander, go find some somebody who will paint it up in their hotel room.
0: Is there an actual model for Cabanda?
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah, he's got a wing with a limp wrist. It's one of those like diorama poses that I guess makes sense, but when you look at it in isolation, it looks kind of weird. Like one of his wings is up and the other wing is like kind of down.
0: Oh, here we go. Okay.
1: Yeah, the model came out a while ago, so they put out rules like to let you play it.
0: God dang. That boy is. Oh, dude, he looks way better with the helmet. Oh, yeah, that helmet is pretty sick. That is not a... I mean, that face is way better than the Angron face for sure.
1: Which but, Angron? The the new one? The new one, yeah. The, the Angron Unbound or whatever. The, the demon Angron?
0: Yeah, that's rough. That's a rough face. That's a face only a dad could love.
1: <laughs> not even. Why are his wings like that? That's a great question. Uh, I've seen some people hit it with the uh the heat gun and straighten it out and it looks all right. Like it, it it looks better, I think, not like the way they posed it.
0: Yeah, it feels like they did like a like a whipping uh like a, a whipping I guess jacket in the wind, you know, <laughs> like like they put like a lot of fluidity behind Maybe, it.
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's supposed to imply a certain degree of motion. It might look better in person. I wouldn't know. I know when you're looking at the the photos of the model, it reads as kind of wonky, kind of like Sanguineous. Like all the photos of his model, it looks like he's pulling off a kickflip.
0: <laughs> either way, either way. I feel like we're going to see a lot more Cabana.
1: Cabana sales,
0: <laughs> invest in cabanda.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like I'm taking that, I'm taking cabanda over any other. As far as Lord of War, Lord of who, War.
1: he beats the shit out of a, uh, a uh, Baneblade chassis. <laughs> oh, oh yes, that's and he's less Unquestionable, unquestionable.
0: <laughs> that he beats the shit out. He <laughs> he's
1: doing way more than your glaive.
0: Let's talk about things that are commander are better than <laughs> like points wise. Let's see real quick.
1: Dude, that uh, scythe of hatred. It doesn't have to be on anything he's in combat with. I'm just saying, you know, you just get a free hellstorm template, and every unit just takes. He gets what ten attacks. How many wounds do you think he's causing?
0: I feel like heretics are getting a, a lot of good stuff this edition. Traders are eating good. <laughs> yeah. Traders right. are
1: fed right now. I'm the gonna, table's full. Take your pick.
0: I'm only going to give you stuff that Cabanda is less points than. Okay. And you choose whether you
1: take Cabanda or you would take this okay. item. Okay. I like this game. Uh, what, okay. Okay. I, I was going to ask a bunch of stupid, unnecessary. Like, Legion Glaive. Cabanda. Legion Fellblade. Uh, Cabanda,
0: Legion Fauctions,
1: the Twin Linked Volcano Cannon.
0: Uh, that's what it's got. Well, or the Centerline Neutron Wave Cannon. Both are
1: more than Cabanda. So for the 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 Volcano Cannon, I'm taking Cabanda, and but for the Neutron Laser, I'm taking Cabanda.
0: Okay, good to know. Okay, Thunderhawk Gunship.
1: Uh, d- how many points is the Thunder Gunship? Six hundred
0: eighty-five.
1: The Thunderhawk gunship holds a lot more guys than Cabanda does. That said, <laughs> Cabanda. <laughs> okay, you you run the Thunderhawk. Would you take the Thunderhawk or would you take Cabanda? Cabanda all day. Cabanda? Cabanda, okay. 100%. Okay. Because if I'm running a Thunderhawk, it's not because I want a Thunderhawk. It's because I want to put stuff in the Thunderhawk. Legion Macedon. Oh, that's a tough one. For 700 points, I'm going to say Cabanda. Cabanda being like... <laughs> hundred points cheaper, like hundred and fifteen points cheaper. Warhound Titan. Uh, okay, this is a tough one. Th- this is a genuinely tough one. Uh, I think I'm going Kabanda just because it's a lot easier to get up the field. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think that's more survivable. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it can be locked in combat versus the Warhound, which can't. Uh- they can always shoot your Warhound.
0: Uh, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Give me a second, give me a second. We're not are we just gonna
1: exclude Titans that are not?
0: Y- yeah, stuff that you wouldn't like, like th- those again.
1: Like I could say Reaver. If if we're in a game <laughs> where I can take a Reaver, I need to fill up points somehow. Because <laughs> my force my force organization charts filled up. Legion Stormblade. Stormblade. Plasma. Uh Commander. <laughs> uh <laughs> Legion Marauder Bomber. I've run a Legion Marauder Bomber. Uh, I've shown you my uh, yes. my blimp. Yeah, no. No, that thing can go to hell. I'm saying Cabanda. <laughs> 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 okay, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> joke. The Legion Baneblade. Cabanda. C- 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 How many C- points is C- Legion Baneblade? 750. Get out of here. Without Sponsons. Get the hell right out. <laughs> Legion Banehammer. It, you're telling me...
0: In, I guess all Baneblade chassis is Cabanda.
1: 3,000 3, points. Your Baneblade can't have Sponsons? <laughs> Legion Shadow Sword. We just covered the falchion. Like, I'm taking Cabanda. Well, the Shadow Sword is 850 points. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Like, Cabanda does
0: a better job at killing tanks than the new Shadow Sword does. Cabanda does a
1: better job killing titans. Yeah, bro.
0: Cabanda's this the new... Oh, dude.
1: Ah. So, so, we didn't pre-talk about demons. You get to see our live reaction. Like, I read through the, the PDF... I don't believe Michael has. No. So you no, get to I see not. his reaction live because we hadn't talked about it in so far that we decided we were going to talk about demons. So this is live reaction and I think it's I think it's a good one. Cabanda, Cabanda's raw.
0: Cabanda is a, a very, very potent... I, I feel like I've got a right list to counteract Cabanda. I've got to blind him. It's, You've got to converge <laughs> a <Beamer>.
1: Uh <laughs> Tough. You can't. What do you mean? Gargantuan. His stats can't be modified except his wounds value. Oh my goodness! He's like Primark baby.
0: Uh, well, I don't know what to say. To that. What do you What are you gonna do about him? Uh, it'll just not go near him. Make him roll that. Make him roll that armor save. Send a wave and wave of three Thanks. man <laughs> crimson paladin squads out <laughs> of him. So he only kills three people he's, at a time.
1: He's ten guys. They're outnumbered. <laughs> Man, make sure you put one unit at a time so he doesn't get his rampage. <laughs> I don't have an answer.
0: Yeah, I, there's maybe graviton the shit out of Definitely him. Definitely not throwing
1: Sanguinous at him. No, no, let's just keep Sanguinous far away from Cabanda. <laughs> so if Cabanda is this wild, I want to see what the new because they announced with the Horus Ascended that they're doing a second series of Primarchs. Yep. So, do we get a new Sanguinous at Doutful. some point? I, I'm not saying this this week at Adepticon. I'm just saying in the future. Is that series going to include a new version of every Primark? If so, are we going to get a Sanguinous, like, at the Infinity Gate? Or just a post Cygnus Sanguinous? And is he going to clap this one? What, you looking at Bloodthirsters? Yeah. No, I I'm trying
0: to think of, like who we could possibly see. I feel like something that'd be really scary would be a, because uh, that,
1: that's another thing as far as Adepticon speculation is because when they announced Taurus Ascended, they straight up said this is the first in a new series of Primarchs. Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: very curious what like Fulgrim Ascended is going to look like and how insane Fulgrim Ascended would
1: be. I, I've been holding out hope for a 40 K Fulgrim just cause like, I think the demon Prince Fulgrim is sick as hell. You know, I think that'd be the coolest thing they could do.
0: You think they're going to give us uh, horse heresy rules for Angron?
1: I'd be cool with it. I'd be all right with it. Like, would anybody not be cool with, like, a siege Angron that just uses the 40K model?
0: I don't see why
1: not. I'd be down with it. I'd be game. Are, Are we going to start gatekeeping plastic models now that we're getting plastic models?
0: Oh, yeah. Wait, there's already a Mortarian and a... Magnus. Magnus. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't release those horse heresy, like...
1: Sure, do it. I mean, the only one that doesn't make sense would be Magnus. Just because he didn't, he really didn't do much during the heresy after the siege. at Persparrow. Huh. But, I mean, they could have that be like, oh, that's his astral form where he's just raw, untamed psychic power.
2: Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, there, there's been discussions over like what, what version of each Primarch we would get. Like we get Wolf's Bane Russ where he's got the anti primarch spear. Like the spear he's supposed to use to kill Horus, and then he doesn't.
0: I wonder if there's like a, like if there's like a forty k, demon codex coming up that they could run this in line with.
1: Uh, so oh. I know with the arcs of Omen stuff, they've got this new like demon, like forge demon stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But it looks like a lot of the demon stuff. I don't know that that's accurate. I don't know. I'm about to start talking about stuff I don't actually know anything about. So that's I'm okay. Just, I'm it's just also, not going to do that.
0: Yeah. It's, it, this is the, for everybody listening, this is the level of conversation that me and Derek have normally. <laughs> like oh, this oh is yeah. Like,
1: yeah. This is just the kind of stuff we talk about. Just there's microphones involved now.
0: Yeah. So this is, uh, that is our natural thoughts coming out of our head now.
1: Yeah. But like, <laughs> what would, what would Fulgrim, or not Fulgrim, uh, Ferris Manus Ascended look like? Oh, that's
0: rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, like the current prime marks we have, aside from Horus Ascended, are all like Istvan, Prospero, like early, early heresy. So maybe like like people have been speculating the sanguinous we get for late heresy might be him at the Eternity Gate where like his wings are kind of fucked up, but he's got the, the good sword and the spear and he's just like, he's the wall right now. Like he's about to take on ninety nine hundred bloodthirsters.
0: And everybody around him gets fearless and will not die and <laughs> I don't know. I've never been a real big fan of those like 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 the The
1: thousand point model.
0: Uh well not the thousand point model, but like the like in the case of like a Raven Guard, uh like Korax's Oh, the post
1: Istvan Korax where he doesn't have his wings and he just picked up a heavy bolter. Yeah, like
0: I'm, like it's like oh cool, yeah, I'm going to take this guy. Why? Nah, just cuz it's cool. Hey, he's idiots. a little bit cheaper. I yeah, have <laughs> never really been a fan of the, like the specific time frame of the heresy models and you just like use them in every game <laughs> just fighting
1: Yeah. Or like the the post Istvan Pterarabo where he's got forgebreaker.
0: That I get. That was just like yeah, the the, standard. Yeah, that's the majority of the heresy. Yeah, yeah. But, but I guess every like I guess thinking about it, like everybody uses Ferris, but like Ferris wasn't there for most of the time. Yeah, so. Ferris
1: participated in a very small sliver of the heresy. <laughs>
0: he never, he didn't have to see what space marines could do to another space marine.
1: Well, if you've read Master of Mankind, Ascended Ferris could be the like psychic projection of the Ghost of Ferris
0: Man. Talking about Ghost Ferris, yeah, dude.
1: Ferris Man is like leading the Legion of the Damned. Hey, they that's... could bring him back in forty k for that. <laughs> like one of the one of the guys who plays forty k that I talked to, he was talking about. Oh, dude, in one of the books they're talking about Dante trying to cross the Rubicon. Primaris and Mephiston says he's gonna die if he does it. I'm like, cool, kill him, fuck him, <laughs> bring, no, bring him back as a special character for Legion of the Damned. <laughs> bring back Legion of the Damned. The Space Marine Codex in 40K specifically forbids you from taking Legion of the Damned instead of the chapter keyword. Uh, You've said this before. I'm like, why? 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 am I didn't want to do it until you told me I couldn't do it. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, that's not what's happening. He's getting a new Primaris model. So.
0: Yes. We've obviously seen that. (laughs) That's unless this is the most
1: elaborate.
0: (laughs) We made a fake
1: model. (laughs) Psych. We're plugging up leaks, baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) because, But yeah, there's infinite speculation on what they could do with each Primark as far as a a different model in each series. Mm -mm. Maybe we see more about it at Epticon. That'd be really cool. It's been a minute since they announced Horus.
0: Yeah. If you're a playtester out there, Hey, hit us up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If you're tired of me, like saying stupid stuff, uh, give me some real Intel and then make it so I can't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> shut me up real quick give me that NDA and I'll break it so fast I was <laughs> c- like oh I know something but I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want get, to get my buddy in trouble
0: <laughs> but alright well I think it's good for Damon talk dare we've given them two hours of their road trip taken away like yeah. we've
1: we cut off like 2% of your uh, your drive time <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> No, but seriously, guys, if you're out there driving to Adepticon, stay safe. Uh,
1: yeah, pay attention to the road, and if you start to like fall asleep at the wheel, just start the podcast over. Get that intro. Get you get you pumped again.
0: Yeah, give us a call. Call yes. the call the voicemail.
1: Yeah, give us a call at Adepticon. Uh, give us a call on your road trip if you're getting bored. Like we want to hear from you. Yeah. So where can they give us a call, Michael? Oh,
0: you would ask. Hold on one second.
1: So just go ahead and drop us a line to our voicemail at 361-265-8658. And if you're not traveling to Adepticon, give us a call anyway.
0: Drop us a pitch of your, your bear movie. Bear movie. Oh, uh, did you did you? What s- primar
1: Yeah. <laughs> did you see Zach? Zach shot some test footage.
0: Yeah, Zach shot shot some test footage of uh,
1: of <laughs> AJ's uh, <laughs> AJ's movie pitch. Movie pitch. I think it's gonna work, guys. Uh, I don't. Do we need to send that to AJ so we see if we get some footage of Big John? <laughs> we might be a little bit ahead of ourselves, but <laughs> I think I think this movie might happen. So uh, we've got the GoFundMe. Uh, <laughs> keep an eye out for that. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, if you're international and you don't want to pay long distance phone rates, you can record a message and send it in through Discord, Facebook Messenger, email. Uh, reach out to us and we'll figure out a way to make it happen and play it live without pre-listening to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get us in those stories, in, man. Everybody wants some bear stories. Everybody wants the old school, you know, industrial accident, industrial accident
1: stories. And uh, tell us what you think would be a cool Primark ascended.
0: Yeah, tell us how you're going to use Cabanda and things that are are
1: worse than Cabanda. <laughs> yes. Tell us why you would totally take a Felblade over Cabanda or whatever.
0: I guess we know. I, I get it.
1: If you're playing Imperial Fist, you get plus one to hit because it's counted as an auto weapon. That's cool. <laughs> I don't care. I'm trying to think what cool
0: stuff they're going to balance out this Cabanda with. <laughs> Something they, they keep w-
1: saying that they're balanced. This is tough to balance. Look at what we've already got, dog. Come on, you look at Ultramarine Special Units and tell me y'all do balance. (laughs) You look look at Headhunters and tell me they're in any way, shape, or form balanced.
0: About to go build some wall eaters. All right, well, y'all have a good one, guys.
2: (laughs) Night, y'all.